Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My oh, name what, what's is, it called? What did you say to me? One, my name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me as always, he's being very rude and lippy today, if you don't mind me saying so, Mason. <laughs> no, I don't mind at all. This is my co-host, Nick Mason. <laughs> he's not being a bit lippy my whole, my, it's my job description, right? It's true. Over here on the weekly plop 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 The weekly plop plop. That's pretty much, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's God, great to be here. God, Mason, it's a big week, isn't it? Well, it is, certainly, and speaking of being lippy, I was lippy over on another podcast this week. Oh, really? Did you know that? Well, yeah, you told me before the I show. I did tell you before that. So I don't need to know this. I'm gonna cover my ears. Okay. I don't need I don't need information twice. Okay, if you could go la 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 as well. So la, 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 okay, so la, la, folks, uh, this week I was on an episode of Mish and Zach's Leguizama Rama. It's a podcast uh, where Mish and Zach from the, uh, from Auntie Donna, the Auntie Donna comedy group, uh, they break down the career of John Leguizamo, noted character actor. Uh, and uh, and last time I was on the podcast, which was like three years ago, uh, we discussed the movie Spawn. Where he plays the clown, and this week we discussed a. Um, a uh, sort of comic book documentary from the early 2000s uh, in which he appears from an archive clip from the movie Spawn for like 30 seconds. But anyway, we discuss like the history of comic books and superheroes and comic book movies. Actually, and this is, I can hear some of this. This is some information I didn't know. Pretty fascinating, you mean, right? you just told me that you went on it. You didn't yeah. tell me specifically what you what were doing. What did you be surprised? Oh. <laughs> I want you to be surprised. Well, I am surprised. That sounds yeah. good, actually. Yeah, yeah, pretty and a good, good podcast and two pretty funny, fun, very yeah, funny yeah. people. Yeah, it's good, it's good times. They, uh, the um, Auntie Donna are going on tour. That's right. This this week, uh, but good luck getting tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, there are probably a few tickets if you're if in you're Melbourne. In like, there's not. No, that's true. But if you're in the UK, if you're in where are they going? All over the place. Other America, places, I think. Yeah, yeah just uh, check. If you're their in America, yeah. somewhere in America, mm. just they're going to the middle. So yeah, yeah. just uh, and they said just show up, even if it's sold out. Just show up, they'll let you in. Tell tell them I sent you. And yeah. they'll let you in for free. Yeah. Roden's yeah. on the door. He'll let That's you right. In. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm checking the tickets. I'm checking <laughs> all the tickets. That's what he does. Yeah. Cool. Now, it's a big week in terms of news. That's in terms true. of one topic. We're going to talk about the first couple episodes of Ahsoka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before, like, before we got that, we've got so many news. Before you before you get into that, just... just well, yeah, we've got news before no, that's we get true. into that. But just ahead of that. Yeah. Did you feel qualified to watch Ahsoka and talk about it? I've never felt less qualified in my life to talk about a TV <laughs> well, series. Well, I've watched all of Rebels. 
That's true, yeah. So, yeah. But okay, also, great. But I have thoughts. But, yeah, well, that is the thing people going into it being like, oh, I don't, what is this? Yeah, okay, well, then so that's good. At least then we have both yeah. perspectives, I think. So a Star Wars cool. expert mm. and a rube. A Star Wars sexpert. What? Yeah, that's right. Well, speaking of, we're going to be talking about Rebel Moon. Oh, that's right. You know, which is. Oh, that's sexy Star Wars, isn't sexy it? Sexy Star Wars, that's right. Uh, but as time goes below, if you want to jump to anything, we're going to be talking about more major delays at Warner Brothers. My God, three yeah. big delays. Deliberate, perhaps? Absolutely Almost certainly, deli- right? No, they, they deliberately moved them. It wasn't an accident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I spilled coffee on the scheduling computer. <laughs> now all the schedules, it's all mucked up. We well, we can't go back. Well, what do you do? The scheduling, the normal scheduling guy's on strike. Can so. you control Z it? Mm, no. No, no. <laughs> my computer doesn't have that. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about some offers to the Writers Guild. Sometimes I'm at work and people are like, how, does, how, how do I get here? And I'm like, just put it into Google Maps on your phone. And they're like, <laughs> my phone doesn't have that. I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> you're a liar. Every phone has that. It's got a maps.google.com. Sometimes people ask me questions that are like, do you not have Google? I mean, like online. People are like, where can I get this book? Fuck it, Google. What do you mean? Google it. <laughs> Look, I, I, which is good. It's good that people are curious, but I'm not like, I'm yep. not Siri and Google. I don't know where you live. Mm. Like, you, you need to figure that out. I'm Siri sorry. Siri and Google know where you live. That's right, yeah. They know exactly where you live. They know when you get up. They know where you go to work. Yep. They know how you get to work. Exactly. So, That's yeah. right. Uh, so, yes. If these are questions you need to ask. Google, how do I get to work? <laughs> How do I get to work every day? Oh, I walk. Okay, great. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about some uh, an offer got rejected oh. for, in, related, in relation to the rider strike. And we're just going to talk some numbers as well because we've got some very interesting numbers to follow that up. People love got it when we talk numbers. Big trailers uh, for Expend for Balls and Rebel Moon. That's all right. Uh, part one, A Child of Fire. Mm. Um, <laughs> Quick, for a million dollars, what's the second one called? I read it. Yeah. No, you're not allowed to look. I know now, though. Damn it. Yeah. The scar giver. Well, I owe you a million dollars. Can I get the million dollars back by episode's end? We'll see, won't we? <laughs> yeah, I am a, known, cha- a little yeah. challenge for Meso over here. I am known to make big million dollar bets. Mm, that's yeah. true, and, uh, and it paid off big time. Absolutely. And in addition to that, there's a little bit of information on the game that's coming out. There's going to be a Rebel Moon game. Oh. Which I want to get into. I thought you meant well. a remake of the game, the Michael Douglas movie. Oh, my God, I wish. Or they're just going to re-release it in cinemas. It's high time. It didn't do great last time, so we're going to release it again. Yeah. We think it's in between. Uh, we're going to release it, you know, in between Barbie and Oppenheim. We'll just re-release the <laughs> Michael Douglas Sean Penn movie, The Game. Is that a good movie? I can't remember. I remember it being a good movie. I remember being like, whoa, whoa. this blew my mind because he thought he wasn't in a game but then he's in a game and then it's real. He thought he was playing a game but now it's real. Yeah, he didn't know. But then it was a game. Yeah, Spoiler game. alert. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was a game, I think. Yeah. It was. It seemed to be a game. Mm. Yeah. At the end, they spoil the spoiler. They trick him into killing himself. Yeah, they trick him. He leaps off a building, <laughs> yeah. right? Because he thinks he's maybe killed his brother or yeah. something. And then he leaps off a building, but then there's a big crash bag and an airbag thing. And then he, and they're yeah. like, this is the game. And everybody's like, we did it, folks. Yeah. Right. But then it that's and it's a happy be. ending? Is that Yeah, happens? I think that's they that's just have wild. a party. It's like the end of Wall Street 2, another Michael Douglas movie, mm. where at the end they just have a barbecue on the roof. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really weird. And that would probably also followed a bunch of people leaping to their deaths off a building. Yeah. Because of Wall Street. That's right. Uh, we've also got um, there's Ninja t- uh, all there's Ninja Turtles sort of news, but also there's I've got some interesting toy sales information from this year in relation to movies oh. and how maybe good movies enhanced toys and bad movies don't. Oppenheimer we'll toys, it. yeah, that's right. Oh my God, J. Robert Oppenheimer with snatched waist action. <laughs> 
Just what do you do? You, you're like twang. And what have I done? Karate chop action. <laughs> you push the button on his back and he puts his hand on his forehead like, oh no, I've set I've set a chain of events in motion that might doom us all. <laughs> oh. Click, click, click. And then he has an affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the playset. Yeah, the playset, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh what else we got here? We've got Snake Eyes news. Do we? What? Yeah, we've got actual Snake Eyes Hell news from yeah. the movie Snake Eyes. And then again, of course, we'll talk about Ahsoka. Also, GamesCon is happening, but I don't know if there's anything too specific to us. We we uh were, we heard there might be some leaks about a Wonder Woman yeah, game. Yeah, we saw some images, but as of recording, we haven't seen that yet. That's some of the, that's the, the people who made the the uh, the last Lord of the Rings games, oh. which I really liked. Except for the second one, I didn't get because it was like bogged down in like okay a bunch of crap. Oh, you right. had to like grind through to, to is win. this Nemesis system? Yeah, it's the Nemesis system which nobody can use except those games. So I'm looking forward to it being implemented in another game. So is Wonder Woman? Is Wonder Woman potentially? Wonder Woman nem- is using it. They are. They've oh my god! Your Nemesis yeah. could be the Leopard Lady, the Tiger Lady. Mm. The lady. And then a variation on the tiger lady, leopard <laughs> like lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Anyways, first up we've got delays, Oh, but good. Ah. This is the same when we talk about things delayed in relation to the writer's strike. We've got mm. three big Warner Brothers projects have been moved back. One of them is Lord of the Rings, The Wars of Rohim. Well, I trust their judgment, Warner Brothers. They're great. They make it, they're making all the right calls. They've got a good man at the helm. Yep. You know? Smart guy, knows uh, what's up. Great man. Great man. Thank you. That's true. Great business mind. <laughs> Doing all the right moves. I agree. Things are working well for his employees. Yep. And all the customers. I agree. That's great, which is us. Which is us, that's right. So that uh, animated project has been, I think it's an, uh, it's an anime, I believe. Sorry, I stopped paying attention. What are we talking about? Lord of the Rings, The War of Rohim. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's going to be a prequel set 183 years before the two towers and we'll focus on Brian Cox's Helm's Helm Hammerhead. Who is the king of Rohan? First of all, great name, incredible. Agreed. Is that a Tolkien name, Helm Hammerhead? It's, well, it's Helm's Deep, ah. if you remember from the movie. So I'm presuming they named it after him. Okay, but not that. Oh, I, of course, yeah, right. I don't know anything. Let me check. Yeah, he's a dude. And Brian, being voiced by Brian Cox. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. Uh, that's moved from April 12th of 2024 to December of 2024, 2024. which is a traditionally a Lord of the Rings date. Oh, that's true. So that's good. That one could be great. But Christmas. Yeah, I looked at the guy who made it and he was, I think he worked on like Ghost in the Shell and a bunch of other cool stuff. Oh, that's the anime, cool. not the live action one. Just okay, right. <laughs> just I rewatched some of that recently, the live action you one. You watched the tank bit, didn't you? No, I watched everything up to the tank bit. <laughs> what? I'm like, I remember the tank bit. Yeah, I was really disappointed with the tank bit, yeah. I remember. Yeah. 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 I don't like this, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's a good story because it, <laughs> it already exists. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why. It yeah. just popped up on Netflix and I'm like, all right, mm. I'll, I'll watch this. Absolutely. Next up, we've got Godzilla X Kong, The New Empire. Okay. Uh, that moves from March 15th of 2024. It's going to take the April date of okay. the Lord of the Rings, so only a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, this is the big one. Oh, all these people people are going to show up in their bloody orc cosplay to Godzilla X Kong. Embarrassing. Embarrassing for them. Embarrassing for Kong. Embarrassing for us. Mm. Because we're because we're associated with that, aren't we? Loosely through brands. That's true. And if people's behavior in the real world reflects on us. That's true. So if you could just stop. And our, our association with various brands. Just be cool in public. Just be cool. And then that makes us look cool. Just put on a leather jacket. Put on a leather jacket. Have a pompadour. Have a pompadour. All the cool <laughs> things. Have a, like, it looks like a switchblade. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a comb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wear a slap. But then also have a switchblade. Yeah, yeah. Wear a slap band. <laughs> yeah. That's you right. slap it on your wrist and it, remember those? I remember those. Is yeah, it? they're still around. My kids have them. Do, are they? Now they've got little like rubber things on them, like a dinosaur face or whatever. Okay. Is that because potentially like you could, like you could take the, the, Coating off them and they're just sharp bits of metal. Yeah, maybe. Probably, yeah. Yeah, cool. 
Uh, and then, then Hot tip for kids out there. Yeah. Your slap ad's potential deadly, it's deadly weapon. Sharp bit of metal in there for you. That's right. Uh, next, we've got Dune Part 2. Mm. So this one was supposed to come out this year on November 3rd, but it's been moved to March 15th, which was the date of Godzilla x Kong. Well, you've got you to gotta take the place of Godzilla x Kong, That's obviously. Right, yeah. Now, All those Dune heads showing up. Exactly. And Dune cosplay. Wait. Oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, okay. It'd be Dune is taking the place of Godzilla x Kong. Yep. Which means... It'll be the Kong heads. Yeah, the Kong People heads. People will be dressed yeah. as Kong heads. Embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, put your yeah. leather jacket on. Put your leather jacket on and put the little thing up your nose. You know, the, oh, the, water, thing, the yeah. water recycling yeah, thing yeah, up yeah. your nose. Put exactly. that on. Put your still suit on. Exactly. Dress as a big worm. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to Heidi Klum, borrow her worm costume. <laughs> Sharp as a big worm. But that's up to you. You need to figure it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, maybe you're better friends with Seal. Maybe you are. And you don't want to talk to Heidi Klum because they got divorced and it was awkward. Oh, they got divorced. I didn't know that. I think they were married. They were married or together for a time. Mm. I'm so sad for them. Me too. Mason, unless they're happy. They're probably happy separately. I mean, Seal's almost certainly happy that he doesn't have to deal with a costuming thing every Halloween. (laughs) Oh, big worm, you say? A big worm this year? Oh, 12 hours in makeup, you say. Okay, great. That doesn't affect Seal, though. No, that's true. Seal's doing his own probably thing. Probably have to look after the kids. He probably does. If they have kids, if they have kids we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Were they ever together? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it seems as if... Maybe you don't like all the talk about, about <laughs> uh, uh, release dates and, and strikes and so forth, but at least you get up-to-the-minute hot Hollywood gossip at the Weekly Planet. Yeah, that's right. Were Seal and Heidi Klum together? Mm. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now, this seems to be a result of studios are realising that they need their stars to promote their movies. Mm. So this, for example, the recent TMNT movie has underperformed. Mm. Oh, it's still out. Apparently it's very good. I want to talk a bit about Toy, Toy Sales later. Toy Sales are killing it for that, oh, by the way. It's, it's, a, it's, a very, it's, a, it's a commercial which has made its money back tenfold, right? Literally tenfold. Oh. So several studio sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that a movie's earnings at the box office could be hurt by as much as 15% because of the dramatic fall-off in talent-driven publicity. Mm. So we saw that maybe a bit with Blue Beetle. This doesn't, of course, account for the entire box office of something. That's true. But, you know, I would say 15% is a pretty, you know, yeah. that's a if, if you've got Dune and you've got Florence Pugh and Timothy Chalamet and Jason Momoa and a mm. big worm. Yeah, yeah. Like these showing up on the red carpet, that – that does get people That's true. into seats. Jason Statham, he could have been on Hot Ones. Could have been on Hot the Ones. the Meg, you know. Yeah, that's right. Do you, how, do you reckon he just eat, eat them all at once? Just cram them all in his <laughs> I think mouth? he might, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are we done? Are we done here? He's out. <laughs> he just eats all 20 wings. He's like, oh, all right, what are you having? What are you having, Sean Evans? What are you having, mate? <laughs> Punch. Yeah. <laughs> He would, wouldn't he? No, he Sean would. Evans punches him. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's he like? We don't know. We don't know what he's like. It's true. <laughs> he, he's, he, he, tactic, he, he tactically evades all those questions about what he's like. We don't know. Maybe he's a killer. Maybe he is. Uh, so, yeah, that makes sense. They, they realise that, you know, there is value in the people mm. in their movies. Oh, really? Interesting. And you might be like, oh, okay, well, maybe things are sorted because there was a – we saw um, the studios released this week their proposal – to the Writers mm. Guild to be like, this is the, these are the things that we're willing to concede on. And mm. there's a lot of – I'm not going to go through all of it, but there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's some things that I think – well, obviously the Writers Guild also think that they need to change. Um, but also people uh, are calling the releasing of this information a dog act because apparently mm. it's like – as a part of negotiation, you're not supposed to like – 
the idea of to release it to the public is so the public is supposed to go, well, this is really good, actually. This is pretty good, so you should it. probably, what are you bloody, why don't you just agree to this and we can move on? This yeah. seems pretty good. But it's not working. Yeah. Also, for the moment, people don't notice that things aren't coming out because there's still a bank of stuff. That's true. So nobody is affected by this at, mm. the, at the moment. It, it will, like people will get sick yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, but yeah. at the moment, mm. people don't care. Yeah, yeah. But that, that is a pretty common strike thing of like, yeah. put, the, put, the, put the stuff out there. So people who don't know what it's actually like to work in that industry go, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. All you do is do this and then you get all this stuff. And then you so, have a million dollars a day. you have a million dollars a day. Yeah, I'd love a million dollars a day. Maybe they should say yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, actually my canopy budget is more than a million dollars a day. Is it? So okay. it's not actually a great deal for me, <laughs> honestly. You know? I wish you'd share your canopies, Mason. No, chuck them in the chuck them in the street. No, you can chuck you them. Get in some. The... You can get some. If you want, just go. Let's go to the street. <laughs> now, Variety have said that the uh, this is the response to to the proposal. The loopholes, limitations, and omissions in their modest proposal, too numerous to single out, make them effectively toothless. That was the response to oh. them. So there you go. You can go through all of that if you want in your own time. Um, but James, not... I don't have any time. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Too busy throwing out all these canapes. Now, this is why a deadline. This is interesting. <laughs> Can I have some of those canapes? If you get them out off the street. I'm happy to do that. Okay, great. Uh, so this is why a deadline. It's a chart Okay. Uh, in relation. So it's, it's – Oh, so I'm going to have to imagine a chart. I can I? show you the chart. Okay, you're going to show all the listeners the well, chart? Well, that's the thing. Okay, I'll explain it. What, are you going to release this podcast in MP4 format? No, Mason. With I... little graphics and such? I hate that. People hate that. What, are we going to release this in Og Vorbis format? I don't know what that is. I think it's just audio. Okay, then yeah, it will be that I think it was bit. meant to be more more better, more better than MP3, but then it just didn't catch on. MP3 is good enough for now. What, are we going to release this in lossless flack format, this podcast? Nobody... So it sounds crisp to the ear? I mean, I like a flack format, but mm. it's not like it's... It... So people can hear my wet lip sounds? Exactly. It's, some, it's too much fidelity, mm. you know? Anyways. Just that moment was in flack. That's why you could hear the... <laughs> But this is constant throughout the podcast. <laughs> so your canapes are eating. Yeah. And throwing. Throwing. So it basically Back to the chart. gives you a list of the major movie, movie studios and streaming companies. Okay. I'm a how man. much they make per year in annual revenue, how much their costs are. Oh, yes. And then the percentage costs of those revenues in relation to how much they make. Mm. So, for example, Disney makes $82.7 billion. Huh. Their annual cost is $72 million. $72 million? Yes. Not billion dollars. Million. That's huh. right. Which okay. means that the cost of their revenues, the cost percentage of their revenues each year is 0.088%. Huh. So when they say they don't have the money for it, mm. that's not even 1% mm. of what they earn every yeah. year. Next we've got Netflix. And the bloody Disney parks. Well, exactly. I actually, I don't know whether this is this includes Disney Parks. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it does, good, fine. Disney Parks is basically people go there because of their brands, which That's they're putting true. out into the world. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's irrelevant to me, regardless. Netflix bring in thirty one point six billion dollars. Their annual costs is paying 60, the rock. Yeah, paying the rock and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, well, 60, and Gal Gadot sixty five million dollars, which mm-hmm. is less than. Red notice cost to make? Who knows? I don't even point. know how this one works, <laughs> but it's uh, 0.2%. Okay. What do we got here? So it just goes on. Warner Brothers, 43 annual revenues of $43 billion. Annual cost is $45 million, et cetera. It, it, they're all this. So basically the fact that they're saying that if they ever say we don't have the money for this, it's it's just it's not true at mm. all. Even if this was like wrong by 
double. Yeah. The, triple. Even triple. Quad, quadruple. Quadruple. Even ten times. Yeah. It, it's times. still, it's irrelevant. Mm. So, great. Good stuff. That's where we're at. And if you're like, well, I that, that all sounds, why don't they just get on with it? You know, that's more than I make. Well, then you're being screwed. I'm sorry. And that's that's not their fault. Hey, wait a second. That is more than I make. <laughs> You make more than $43.4 billion or whatever. No, I make less than that. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, wages are fucked at the moment. I agree. Around, this is just, this is one sector, but all, every sector is trash. Not podcasting. No, that's doing great. Yeah. It's doing great, Guns. And one day, you know, you're going to get some money from it, I feel like, you know. Just keep, I'm putting it aside for Well, I'm going into massive debt on all these canapes, (laughs) so hopefully I can pay that back. Canapé Johnny's going to break my legs. Oh, my God. And I owe you a million dollars. I forgot. <laughs> Thanks for bringing, reminding me of that. I owe you a million dollars from that bet we made earlier that I forgot. You made the bet. Yeah, well. <laughs> Trailers Ahoy? <laughs> I forgot to mention this. Uh, the Frasier revival has a trailer. Did you see that? I didn't see the trailer. I saw some stills from it. Yeah, it's so just, it's just Kelsey Grammer yeah. and all new people. Is it not like miles and dials and whatever? It's, and not, it's not miles or dials. <laughs> I thought they were all in it. No, not his running partner, Miles, not the guy who works on the, in the booth at the radio station, Dials. Neither of those not two guys. Not his butler, Giles? No, not Giles either, oh no. Oh, God. Okay, well then. We'll talk I think to- Roz might be coming back. Great. But nobody else. David Hyde Pierce not coming back. What? The dad is dead, so well, he's, he's not dead. coming the back. The dog's dead. dog's dead. Yeah. yeah. The chair's dead. Yeah. The chair was humanely euthanized. <laughs> At the, on the, after the final episode, and you can see this, it's the bonus features on the last season of the DVD. They put up one of those big screens they used and then they shot it like a horse. Oh, good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, trailers- and then just the sound of it slowly deflating <laughs> and the springs going. <laughs> <laughs> it now, sounds now comical. It's, but now it's, it's the laziest boy. Oh, no doubt. That mm. sounds comical, but it, actually that's, that's sad, right? It is sad and yeah. tragic. So we got a uh, trailer for Expend for Balls, the fourth yeah. entry in it. And uh, if you've seen the trailer, it looks expendables, but they're like, guess what? There's effing and jeffing and there's blood in it or That's whatever. That's right. Some of those also already have that. Not the third one. Who knows? Because apparently there was call to like, if you're going to make expendables for, make it bloody or whatever. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. those movies aren't good enough as action movies to just not do those things. Look, based on the only one I've seen, the third one, that is very true. Yeah. They're not good or memorable. Like who's the... Was Kelsey, I mean, speaking of Kelsey Grammer, he was a good boy, guy he's, he's, doing, he's doing double duty if he's in, How's potentially he he's in. I don't think he's in this one. Oh, well, then he's doing single duty this time around. <laughs> he's doing one duty. Pretty easy, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I've seen, I can't remember which ones I've seen. I fell asleep watching the first one at somebody's house on the okay. couch. And I don't think I've seen two, right. and I've definitely seen three. Mm. All right. Anyway, it's R-rated, so hit the, hit the cinemas. It might be out already. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are we being paid for this? Hit the cinemas or whatever. <laughs> This post, this post is sponsored by Expend Four Balls, and yes, they've asked us to say Expend Four Balls, <laughs> and they've asked us to do a crotch chop. That's right, just yeah. kya like that. Every one of us is, is Expend Four Balls. Remember that song they did? I do. Yeah, yeah, cool. Anyway, I just want to talk about Rebel Moon Part One: Child, mm. A Child of Fire. Now we both watched this earlier in the week when it yeah. came out, and we both came to the realization we didn't recall anything that happened yes. in it. So we watched it again together as a team. We did prior to this. Well, like, well, Spider Woman. Well, this got some stuff in it. Yeah, I think I watched it on my phone in the early morning. I don't know. Yeah, right. Oh, there's a Goro in there's this. A Goro in this. I saw him. Yeah, I. Is Here's it, a question: Is the mistake releasing these trailers on Twitter? Because the first usual, oftentimes. If it's a big release, if it's yeah. a if it's a Marvel movie or a DC movie, I'll I'll make a I'll remember that they've put it on Twitter, and then I'll go to my TV and I'll watch it as big a screen as yeah. possible. But I think with Rebel Moon and some smaller stuff, I'm just like, 
yeah, I'll just watch it on Twitter. I'll watch it poached stamp size. Yeah, absolutely. This is fine. And then yeah. you, you don't you don't remember. Yeah, yeah well, I, I watched it on my phone, but then we watched it on a bigger screen, a laptop mm. screen. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, pretty good about it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyways, it's basically saying uh, what if Star Wars, but Star yeah. Wars was Dune, but also Chronicles of Riddick. Nice. How does that oh, feel? That feels pretty good. There's another Chronicles of Riddick coming up soon, I think. Yeah. At some point. It's on, it's on the Chronic, cast. F- Chronic f- I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, here's a synopsis. Go on. Collins, put in a joke there. Make my joke better. <laughs> does he do it? No. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does it. Does he? Yeah. No. Right. Mm-hmm. A peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy is threatened by the armies of a tyrannical regent named Basilaris. Uh, the desperate <laughs> civilians dispatch Cora, a young woman who has a mysterious past to seek out warriors from nearby plants to help them challenge the regent. It's, um, what is it, Magnificent Seven? It's the other one. Mm. The way that's, what's, the, what's the Magnificent Seven based on? Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. It's all of those things. Because apparently. So it's, but there's going to be 14 guys. That's right. He's, Jack Knight has been like, look. Double the guys. Double the guys. I've taken inspiration from both of these movies, so I'm going to do double the guys. Wow. 14 guys. It's going to be called. Cool. <laughs> I don't think it's part, called. No, part three is going to be called 14 guys. What, so they all live? Well, that's a spoiler, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be called Spoiler 14 Guys and they all live. <laughs> so. It, he went to Lucasfilm years ago when they were accepting pictures when they were revamping Star Wars. I got some pictures for you. I got some pictures. They're on my uh, phone. <laughs> yeah, he probably would be. Mm. But uh, And he basically pitched like a Magnificent Seven style Star Wars movie mm. with Jedi and whatever. And they didn't go in that direction. So this is him mm. doing his version of Star Wars basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a quote by Ed Scrin, who's in it, who's the bad oh, guy. Oh, yeah, he was the um, – he's in Alita Battle Angel. Yes, he he's the guy with the face. Yeah, he's the guy with the face. He's just a face or whatever. He was going to be in He was gonna be in the Hellboy reboot. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, and then and they recast him or whatever. No, well, he 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 um, dipped out because they're like, yeah. you're going to be the Asian character. And he's like, sorry, say that again? They're yeah. like, you're going to be the Asian character. And he's like, maybe get an Asian guy for yeah. that. And they did. No, and they, they, they tried to stop him. <laughs> That's right. He was too strong. Mm. Uh, he said, Zach told me it's like Star Wars but with violence, sex, and swearing. People are looking for that, aren't they? Oh, hell yeah. I think there are people who are like, I hate Star Wars. Do you think there are people who are like that? Nope, nope. <laughs> you either don't know what Star Wars is, famously, or yeah. you love Star Wars, as far as I'm concerned, right? <laughs> That's right, yeah, you just, right, you just, right. Oh, you just soak it all in and you, you just you feel the joy of Star Wars, I think. Every day I feel the joy mm. of Star Wars. Uh, Zach Snyder said, Star Wars fans basically aged with the movies and then they had children that then also became fans of the movies and their children had children became fans of the movie. I do understand the love of Star Wars, how canonized it is and actually how immobile it is. That's why I'm here doing uh, now doing Rebel Moon the way I'm doing it because we really have no rules except for the ones we make. Oh, then we break those rules. I don't th- it doesn't say that. I think they stick to the rules. Okay. Yeah. So this guy's a rule follower. Seems that way. Zack Snyder, rule maker and rule, rule follower. Rule maker and follower. Wow. Sounds like a dictatorship to me. That's right. What is this, communist Russia? Seems that way. Yeah. Um. Well, look, and I think he's right in the sense there when he said Star Wars is a little bit immobile. Absolutely. You know, and it's not always. But I Every think now and then you'll get an Andor. Mm, or a different thing. Or a different thing. A book Every, of Boba Fett. A, a great, two great things. That's right. Equally great things. Equally great things. And I think... He's right, but you know, there's, you know, there's clearly a, a series bible and a rule book for Star Wars, and they they're like billions of dollars are riding on. Yep, we're doing the right thing, so we can't step out of line. So mm-hmm. you know, we've hired you, but guess what? Now we're firing you. That's exactly that's right. Star Wars, baby. That's right. <laughs> that's right. 
Yeah. Well, you can't fire Zack Snyder from Netflix. No, you can't. You won't leave. Well, you, uh, yeah, well, he already did Army of the Dead, and I guess that did well enough. Yeah, for so, but yeah, he's right in the sense that, and, and it's it's a Skywalker saga, and that's what people want, so that's what people are, then, that's that's they're going to get, gonna mate. Deliver. Yeah. It's all people swinging two lightsabers, and you won't get anything that boring in Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Absolutely a not. swinging two red lightsabers. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You were joking. I was you? joking. It's more like flaming swords, though. It looks yeah. like a bit of fun. I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. So basically, it's got griffins and fire lightsabers, and mm. there's a spider board queen, and it's prophecy and myth. Goro there's, was there. The Goro was there. There's a lot of like, well, not a lot. There's a bit of like, you know, if you're a person, they can kill a person, but you know what? They can't kill. They can't kill a Goro. Goro. They can kill Goro, <laughs> but he'll come back in the next game. <laughs> Uh, you can't kill like a cool concept. You can't do a fatality on Goro, though. In the later games, you can. Okay. Probably. Maybe. What about Kitaro? The which is the tiger? Is that the, the four? The is tiger. Kintaro. Kintaro, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's like Goro, but a tiger. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's that Batman thing of like you can't kill a legend, but you can kill a man. That's right. You can't kill a rock. But you can't get blood from a stone. That's true. You got to think about that. Mm. Yeah. So you know, it's all of those things. <laughs> um, I I like from looking at this. I mean, there's some really cool visuals in it. That's true. Yeah. I uh, I, I don't know. But I do know that there's some other things happening, one being a video game which is happening that's set after the movies. Rebel Moon Endless Runner. That's right. Well, maybe. Well, it's, it's Super Evil Megacorp who are making it. They've only worked exclusively on mobile games, uh, including there's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Splintered Fate game or something. Okay. Which is a roguelike something maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know what this is going to be. So uh, Zack Snyder called it an RPG that's so immersive and so intense and so huge and has a ridiculous scale. He's a liar. I've combined a few quotes. There. Well, it depends what it is. I guess we don't know what it is. Yeah. What is it? I just don't. I look. That's a that's a very bold statement. In the era of like Elden Ring and yeah. and there's a new Baldur's Gate game, which is apparently you know it's yeah. so expansive to be like now the Rebel Moon tie-in game is actually going to be huge. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be huge I mean, from what I've been hearing. What? I mean, from what I've been hearing. Yeah, which admittedly is second or possibly third hand from yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty great. I agree. So yeah. That's at December 22nd of 2023. This does feel like a movie that I would want to see at cinemas, mm. uh, but I don't know whether that's going to be an option. If not, I'll have to watch it on a TV. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I think if we go out and we see it at cinemas, mm. they should refund our Netflix subscription fee for that month. Completely agree. I think, yeah. Completely agree. We should be able to submit our receipt <laughs> into our televisions. Yes. In that slot. You know, this is the receipt what slot. What is it? What is it? We never get to use the receipt I slot. I want to use the I receipt bought, slot. I spent $4,000 on a on a TV because I was promised that it have, I have use for the receipt slot. You spent $4,000 on a TV? No, I actually didn't do that. <laughs> I mean, some people do. I was it's trying to think of a big number. Reasonable amount. I mean, it's also, it's the number where I'd go, did you spend that much? Yeah. I like it a, wasn't so big that I, I was like, mistake. you're doing a joke. I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. You should have gone really low yeah. or really high. I should have said 20. Good thing's Collins. This is Collins. He's fixed your joke. Oh, he's added a yeah, different he, number? No, yeah. This, if he could sub in $20,000. <laughs> I'll do a clean one. $20,000. <laughs> and if so, we could clean up that whole section, yeah. that would be great. That'd be terrific. Yeah. yeah. So after that, though, on April 19th of 2024, we're getting Rebel Moon Part 2, The Scar Giver. A game, a game, a name, a game, and a name. Rub it in that I lost a million dollars on that bet you made me do. Yeah, I bet you feel ridiculous. I bet you a million dollars you feel ridiculous. I will take that bet, and I don't. <laughs> Wait, I'm back, baby. How do I know this? <laughs> We're even again. I feel like you did know you felt. I feel like you did feel ridiculous. You don't feel ridiculous now. <laughs> he's dabbing. He's <laughs> flossing, and he's actually doing it. 
After I lied that he's doing those things, but he actually did it there, didn't That's he? That's a victory floss. <laughs> now, oh. it, now, this now that, is, that gives me ample breathing room to make another million-dollar bet, another <laughs> ridiculous million-dollar bet by the end of this podcast. I can't wait. Now, this is four hours in total. Oh, okay. Okay, So, but also there's going to be a director's cut with an extra uh, hour of scenes that apparently also that he shot specifically for the director's cut. So it's going to be okay. a five-hour sprawling epic okay. plus some kind of mobile game potentially. Wait, so he's filmed an extra hour's worth yeah. for the director's cut, but surely, I mean, this is a marketing tactic, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, like, got, it's a Lord of the Rings situation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but also it's like surely if he is, like he's gotten the Netflix deal, surely he's, the, the version that he's going to be put on screen is the director's cut, Yeah, right? Yeah. So he doesn't need an extra hour. I think Netflix probably said keep it under two hours because of algorithms, blah, 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 uh, and then just do whatever. Okay, right. Yeah, Great. we don't care, do whatever. That's true. Yeah. Or maybe it's the... I wonder if it's like his brand now is mm. I do extra stuff. Yes. You cannot stop me from releasing the extra stuff. Netflix is going to try to stop me releasing the extra stuff. Typical. But I've got an extra hour up my sleeve <laughs> and they have to release it. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to watch the director's cut? Because I'm the rebel moon. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the, the metaphor. Zack Snyder is the rebel moon. But he's making the rules. I guess a rebel does make his own rules. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just, I'm just looking back at this, uh, this chart. So if Warner Bros. if uh, Netflix's annual cost is sixty five million dollars, I'm presuming that is not like the budget. That's what, that was my question. That's operating yeah. costs. Yeah, I yeah, assume. Yeah, uh, that's something I should have looked up before the show. But guess what? I didn't. That's run. That's running the offices. Yeah. That's uh, the you know wages for the tea lady. Yeah. Um, but again, that's like cost of running the fax machine. Yeah. Even if you added on like tens to hundreds of millions of dollars, mm. it's still. It's irrelevant. It's probably me. running the cost of that. You know that machine. You see it in a in a, a maybe a, a billionaire is in his office and it just it runs that like really narrow ticker tape. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he looks at it and he goes, "I'm ruined." <laughs> it's the cost of running that, obviously. <laughs> that. So he looks at it and it's and it's like you're out of ink and you owe us a billion dollars and he's like, "I'm ruined." Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh god, yeah, gotta run that. Uh, the direct- gotta run the water cooler. I haven't finished. Okay, go of on. Old stuff that might be in an office. Yeah, they're down the water cooler. Well, you got to run the cafeteria. Yeah, that's fair. When I was a kid, often they'll outsource the cafeterias. When I was when I was a kid, I would go to my dad's work, and he, there would be a cafeteria. Oh yeah, I'd get a chocolate mousse. That's cool. Can't do that these days because your dad doesn't work there anymore. He's retired, <laughs> and it's too woke. <laughs> it's too woke. Yep. So you, you tried going to your dad's old work and you buying should, a chocolate mousse? Yeah, and they won't let me in. It's too woke. <laughs> Well, you know, you could get a chocolate mousse from a different non-woke establishment oh. if you wanted to. I know you only like the woke chocolate mousse, though, don't you? That's right. You like the way they make it. You like all the identity politics they put in. That That's correct? exactly yeah. right, yes. Anyways, the director's cut is close to an hour of extra content, so I think it's a legitimate extended ultimate. Uh, so I think it's a legitimate extended universe vision. This is version, okay. uh, Dax Snyder said. You really get to see a lot. It's just more painted in all the way. The director's cut is uh, is a settling deep dive, which I have notoriously done throughout my career. Notoriously. Notorious for it, mate. This guy, how does he do it? He's got the leather jacket. He's got the. the he does have, He seems like he'd have a leather jacket. Oh, absolutely. And a Henley. I do like a Henley or a deep V. Do you think he'd have a very long T-shirt? What are you saying? What is, what do you think say, he'd be a cool guy what, with a very long T-shirt? Why would you say or that? Would you suggest a very long T-shirt? <laughs> why would you is say like, it's not fashionable? Why are you anymore? talking about very long T-shirts? You're wearing a very long T-shirt. It was an accident. I didn't really mean. I didn't mean to buy a very a set of very long T-shirts. They're too long, Mason. Did it not say long line in the description? It was like longer, but I didn't. These are way too long. They're way too long, Mason. Yeah. I don't know. You said put it in the wash and maybe give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. I can't because you can't wear a jacket over it because it hangs too low below the jacket. That's the fashion sometimes. Is it? 
Sometimes. I don't even think long T-shirts are fashionable anymore. You can anymore. become a fashion dad. I can't believe you've done this to me. You can become a fashion dad is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, one was, no one likes that guy. There's a guy in my neighbourhood I feel is like a fashion dad. Oh, like, that, that's pretty cool. A guy I see him walking you around You live in with the, the city. I live in the fucking suburbs. I don't want to be fashion dad. Everyone fucking hates that guy. And it's, it's a lot of maintenance, you know what I mean? And then if I drop off, people are going to be like, what happened to that guy? He fucking sucks now. He was a fashion dad and then he died. <laughs> he died? He died how he lived, being a fashion dad. We got him an extra long coffin <laughs> to incorporate his extra long T-shirt. <laughs> it's got an extra bit at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, just for Actually, the you know what? It'll be the regular-sized coffin, but the T-shirt, like, you know, it sort of closes sort of midway. Yeah. The T-shirt will hang out the bottom of that. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Yes? If I didn't open the door and I'd pulled my extra long T-shirt down, I was like, look at this extra long T-shirt, do you think you would have been like, that T-shirt is too long, I but, I, but I'm not going to say anything? I don't know if I would have. <laughs> I don't know if I would have. Would you have noticed? I probably would have noticed. You would have noticed. You noticed fashion yeah. things, yeah. Anyways. Where were we? I forgot. Uh, we're moving on to the next thing. Oh, it's how cool uh, Zack Snyder would be. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. He's cool. Yeah. Deep V in an extra long T-shirt. Deep V extra long T-shirt, maybe a waistcoat over the top of yeah, his cool, extra man. long T-shirt to make it look even extra long. Handful of rings? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, cool. Or tattooed fingers. Yes. There we go. Uh, at least one of them's a skull. I think that would be a good counterbalance Yeah. if you've got some tattooed fingers. Oh, yeah. Start on the fingers, I reckon. <laughs> Start on the fingers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, maybe I will. And you, you, your knuckles could say fushended. Fishing dad, like fashion dad. Oh, or fishing dad. <laughs> fishing if dad. you take out fishing if you, dad, if you remove the the vowels, yeah, could mean all, any number of That's things. That's true. Yeah, they're like, I thought you were a fashion dad. I'm like, no, I'm a fishing, fishing dad. dad. That's a good transition if I want to transition out of yeah, yeah, yeah. fashion dad. I think so. Yeah. And I just have to pretend to fish, which yeah. is fine. I can do that. You go to the pub and they're about to beat you up for being a fashion dad. You'd be like, no, no, fellas, fellas, I'm a fishing dad. <laughs> they cheer you out. Of the, they yeah. cheer you out of the, out of the room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyway. Fair enough. That's, that sounds Anyways, good. Anyways, has this been enough diversion? This is enough. This is enough diversion to amuse me. So let's get back on track. <laughs> Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about this last week. This year they've had $1 billion in sales. Now we would love to talk about the movie, but again, not We can here. next week. There's some screenings oh, next week, so we're going to go right. see it next week. So Deadline basically reported that the Ninja Turtles franchise has reignited with $1 billion plus global retail sales for 2023. Damn. Uh, which is incredible. Again, like these movies are... They're commercials. Mm. So even though it hasn't done that well, it's mm. it it has done well. Yeah, yeah. It has exceeded all expectations That's through right. merchandise. And, you know, artistically, people seem to be enjoying it. That's and critically, right. so, you know. Exactly. Pretty good. So <laughs> it'll, I would love to know what it's like. Yeah. I'd love to know. Tell us if yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And if, you, if you're out there and you're Seth Rogen, yeah. or you know Seth Rogen, ask him why there's been a delay. Yeah, tell him. Tell him. No, ask him. If you could ask him. Yeah, yeah. And ask him what he thinks of a long T-shirt. That's right. But not from me, just generally. Just I don't, generally. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. comfortable with my choices. I don't need validation from others. Not even Seth Rogen? <laughs> no. Famously cool guy. He's pretty cool. Yeah. He's only cool because he doesn't have fucking kids. If he had kids, think- he'd be fucked. He'd be like me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Well, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I saw an interview with him when they were like, how are you so busy all the time? Why you got like multiple projects? He's like, because I don't have kids. So I, just, uh-huh. I could just work forever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, must be nice. <laughs> just kidding, Mason. I love my family. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> You're the one. You're the one guy. <laughs> yeah. This is by THR. So this leads into this. Uh, they had an article called The Surprise Winners from Hollywood's Summer of Toys. This, is, this I think, is a good example of if you make good movies, mm-hmm. toy, you know, it bleeds into literally everything else. And I know they think that, like, the lesson from making a movie like Barbie is more brands. But no, mm-hmm. the lesson is give somebody with a vision something and it might work. And it might be a brand. Yeah. It might be a different thing. 
Could be something or nothing. That's right. Yeah, it could be a, a Rebel Moon hot toy. Oh, my goodness. From yeah. one of those characters. Goro. Goro. Hot toy. Rebel Moon hot toy guy. The big bird. Remember the bit where the guy jumps on the big bird? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Guy with the big bird hat. Big bird hat. These are good things we saw. Anyway. Guys look like Nazis. They look like Nazis. Those guys get a hot toy. Which I think, actually, I don't like that. Mm. If we could just keep politics Good uniforms, though. I don't even think that. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, Don Kipper. <laughs> what do you, what, how, James, how would you prefer they dressed? How would I prefer they dressed? Hypothetically. <laughs> what length T-shirt would you have them wear in Rebel Moon? Well, whatever, not what I'm wearing, obviously. Whatever okay. I'm wearing, the opposite. Uh, so Don Kipper, he, uh, he owned, he's the owner of LA's oldest toy store, and he was saying that uh, Ken has been outselling Barbie because uh, this wow. is due to the film, okay. uh, which is pretty interesting. So that makes sense. Is this, do you think, perhaps a My Little Pony situation where they uh, – mm. Where, because as I, if I remember correctly, with My Little Pony, wasn't there like a big surge in men buying My Little Pony stuff? Like when, oh uh, okay, when the yeah, bronies. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, of. yeah. Right, right, right. My little bronies. My little bronies. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think it's just. I mean, it's a movie. It's now the biggest movie of the year that's past mm-hmm. um, Super Mario Brothers. So I just think that's why it's just mm. it's just got into everybody's yeah, yeah. You know, lives mm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mal Davidson. This is another name that's in there. He's been selling vintage Barbie dolls for more than thirty years. And he said, Alan is you can't get rid of these things. Can't get rid of him. Alan is usually hard to sell. You, this is the Michael Sarah character. Mm. You can't get rid of Alan, seriously. But now you can't have enough Alans. Alan came out the winner. There you go. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Again, this is movies doing stuff. Yeah. I reckon if you want it, so if you I think the lesson here is if you want to sell more toys, you get Michael Sarah to be them in a movie. Yeah, that's right. Or just endorse them somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a new uh, Scott Pilgrim anime on the way. Yeah, I saw that. Would is you... it a retelling of the movie and then beyond? Yeah, it is. It's like I, I believe it's like a more as as the 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 movie was like a very compressed version of the original comic. I think they're doing like an expanded version oh, cool, of that. Okay. But it's all original cast, so it's everybody who was in the old movie. Yeah. Doing the voices for the It's an all-original cast. No, Shouldn't a, they have used the original cast? No, 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 what have I done? What have I done here? But it's the original cast. So we've got but Michael Sarah. But your million dollars, you feel like an idiot? No. Oh, no, I'm down a million dollars. No, I didn't bet. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I could, uh, oh, I thought I lost, but I didn't. Uh, cool. Um, I'm an honorable man. I disagree. Yeah, what were we saying? Uh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, yeah. Selling Alan toys. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and Scott Pilgrim, et cetera. Now, Hasbro, they say, which launched their Transformers toys in 1984, have seen them remain a top performer. Reports that the line sales have increased 85% since the latest film's debut in June. Now, that latest Transformers movie is the, of the live-action movies is the lowest performing. Mm. But again, toys are made toy up sales it, yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So they'll keep making those. That's right. Because uh, when you, you leave and you go, well, I've got to buy an Ape Link. Yep. I've got to buy a Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. I've got to buy an Optimus Prime and Primal Double Pack. Exactly. With their fist bumping. You've got to buy the bird because you don't know what the bird transforms <laughs> That's into. That's right. So you need she never toy. transforms. Yeah, you've got to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's interesting. Turns out it's a soda machine. What? Is that true? Yeah, he tra- transforms from bird to soda machine. Oh, that's crazy. And then she's out in the in the jungles and the bad guys are like, where's she gone? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'd love a soda. Yeah, that's right. Machine. Do you have any change? <laughs> no, no one carries any change anymore. <laughs> Oh, great. Well, I guess we're not getting a soda. <laughs> Should we smash it? No, that wouldn't be right. That'd be very poor form. Uh, Jordan Hem. We're Decepticons. Not, we're not Rudicons. That's true. We're not that- Crimacons, are we? Yeah, we're Decepticons. Yeah, they kind of are, though, aren't they? Mm. Jordan Hembro, Brower, uh, he's the founder of the retail site Hollywood Heroes. Okay. Uh, again, 
toys and merch and whatever. Mm. He said, when you look at the Flash toys, the character from the movie that outsold everything else. Dark Flash? <laughs> yeah. Regular Flash? Re- no. Flash's mum. No, not Flash's Flash. dad, Flash Ron is, Livingston? Flash's stabbed mum. F- Flash's dad, Ron Livingston, burger edition? <laughs> burger alternate costume where oh, yeah, he's just okay. burger? And there's a deleted scene where he shows up and I'm like, I'm burger. He's from, from Sex and the, the City, city yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff. I'm eating a burger, ironic. That is ironic. Yeah. Is it ironic? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. It's more coincidence. Okay, who is it? Is it Batman? Yeah, it's Batman. Of course it's, it's Batman. Batman and the Batmobile, and it's because people have a connection to Michael. You even Pitt. drive the Batmobile. No, but we saw it. That's true. Not even the Batwing? It's weird that they built it. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Maybe uh, did they just build the cockpit? Or did I they don't build- know. I have no idea. They must. seemed like they built it because there was the big sheet. and they. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They might have had it in storage they somewhere. They might have had it in storage. Or they took it from, you know, if there's replicas of there's it or replicas, whatever. replicas, they might have. Bought it from a replica guy yeah. or borrowed it or something, yeah. Uh, it's because people have a connection to Michael Keaton and his portrayal of Batman in 1989. Um, also, flash books are down. Anything related to this oh, no. film is kind of dropping, says Cover of a Price co-founder Matt DeVoe. Nothing that's part of what drives collectability is the promise of what comes next. The Flash film didn't have anything for fans to take and speculate on. In fact, it's led to a, a confusion of, okay, what is do- DC doing with their future lineup? Yeah, because there is that, like, there wasn't the discussion at the end of, like, what's going to happen next? Mm. Even people who like that movie, I don't feel are like, oh, no, they're rebooting it or whatever. Who cares? Mm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a huge spike in sales of disinterested George Clooney action figures. <laughs> <laughs> getting out of his car and looking at his phone Bobblehead action. Bobblehead action, though. Oh, my God. Oh, George Clooney would make an incredible bobblehead. He'd He's make just one. got that head. Like, he'd make one no, like himself. No, I don't think he would. No. He's more of an actor. No, yes. Sometimes director. Yes. Yeah. What did he direct recently? A uh, Suburbicon? That was a while ago. Uh, did any – which one was that? Uh, the Matt Damon lives in a weird 50s neighbourhood or something. Oh, yeah, that was that era. Look, we're, we're, in a, we're, in a, we're in a Matt Damon resurgence because there was that period where he was like – he lived in suburbia and then he was shrunk down. That, shrink that, man. Shrink man. And then but people didn't like those. No. <laughs> and I think he's man enough to admit that nobody liked those. Well, that's not my fault. Mm. Uh, he's got him. he did the tender bar. Okay. That was what was that one? Oh, is that yeah. based on the joke? I don't know. It's Ben okay. Affleck movie. Huh. He did. Uh, he's got a movie coming out called The Boys in the Boat. Boys okay. in the Boat. It's a biographical drama film. Blah 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 blah. Boys in the. Uh, it's the the nonfiction novel describes the University of Washington crew that represented the United States in a rowing race. In oh, the boys in the boat. Yeah, that's yeah, right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got Joel Edgerton. Oh, I love Joel Edgerton. Mm. Seen him in movies. All right, call, I'd call it the blokes in the boat then. The blokes in a boat, mate. Mm. How many blokes we get in this boat? Well, it says four. We can only have four because it's the Olympics. Mm. Mm. You, know? you sure we can't get a couple more blokes in this boat? <laughs> on the on the underside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. rowing underneath? Yes, that's right. That's a pretty good idea actually. And the IOC is there and they're like, well, there's nothing in the rules that say a couple of blokes can't be under the boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real money ball situation. It certainly is. Mm. So there you go. Uh, anyway, not that's to – Juan Antonio Samaranch. <laughs> He's there looking at the rules. He would be, wouldn't he? If he's alive and still does that. Probably not. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think that's really interesting that movies aren't the be-all and end-all for, you know, like a movie coming out and bombing doesn't necessarily – if it's if people like it enough, it'll Mm. – and if there's a brand behind it, sales will increase. That's true. But I think – I don't know what that means for, like, for new brands. I think it means make a toy line no matter what the movie is. Yeah, but then that – how how can that go? You know, you don't know. Well, then we just then we just um we just uh, landfill them. Yeah, we landfill them. It doesn't sell. It's a good point. Give it a, give it a try. Yeah, boys in the boat. 
boys you build that boat. boat. Yep. The boat action playset. You put mm. the boys on the boat. Yep. A couple of blokes at the bottom. Blokes on the bottom. You sell that. You sell. You sell that out. And if it doesn't sell, you <laughs> landfill it. Put put those Joel Edgertons in landfill. I mean, that you know? would sell though, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Uh, this is by Inverse, just some Snake Eyes news. Oh, so terrific. Andrew Koji, he played the character of Storm Shadow. Oh, of course. Uh, we know and that. then later Sneak, uh, Sneak Eyes. Sneak Eyes. Snake that's Eyes. Right. Which Let's is call actually, it Sneak Eyes. Well, well, things we're doing Ninja Turtles next week. He doesn't do a lot of snake stuff, does he? But he mm. does a lot of sneak stuff. Sneak Eyes makes sense. So, you know. Maybe that's why I didn't do well. Mm. Uh, but no, we should do it next week because we'll do Ninja Turtles and Snake Eyes because they're both that. ninjas, right? Mm. And sense. they've got toy lines. Exactly. Perfect. Uh, Andrew Koji who said, after this, it, uh, it could just be all downhill from me. He said this recently. This is via Inverse. But for now at least, my experience uh, on Warrior, so he's in the TV show Warrior, which uh-huh. people seem to like, I mean, it makes me go, okay, I'd like to do stuff with integrity. And G.I. Joe really wasn't that, was it? Hollywood is obsessed with telling the same old thing over and over. Firstly, remakes. Secondly, it's got to be IP. Third, it's so absurd because I'm just like, hold on, people want originality. Where is it? What is going on here? That's right. Mm. Mm. So there you go, Snake Eyes. I mean, that's exactly right. You, you you make one movie where a motorcycle breaks up into a bunch of rockets and then blows the thing up, and yeah. then that's all people want. Exactly. It's like bring back the rock, the rocket motorcycle. Bring it back. I mean, they blew it up, but bring, make make a separate one, <laughs> make right. a different one. Mm. All right. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Star Wars is back. Oh, you yeah. thought Star Wars is dead. You no, told I, me. I didn't say that. You told me. I didn't. You said Rebel Noon is Star Wars now and shut I didn't, up. I didn't say. I said shut up. <laughs> but you're confusing the stuff I said before. You drink that? I'm thinking I had a drink on the way you here. You can take it with you if you want. I don't you can take it home. No, that would be weird. This is a oh, work, this is a work drink. <laughs> this is a here drink? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like it. Uh-huh. It'd be like seeing my teacher out of school if I were to take this drink okay. out of here. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll save it for you. You can have it when Thanks, you come back. Man. I don't know though, because it's been out of the fridge. <laughs> so now it's an out of the fridge work drink. What <laughs> are we putting it back in the fridge? It feels if I put it in the then I'd be like, well, there's one contaminated drink. You well, know? I don't want it you manhandling it. I'm just gonna throw it out. I guess we could break it on the table. We could break it. Let's break it on the table later. Yeah. Bit of sizzle for later. I'm going to smash this <laughs> bottle, this full bottle of soda on the table. No sugar soda. Yeah. Eight calories per bottle. Wow. That's how I fit into my long teas. The happiest drink on earth, it says. Yeah. Yeah, wow. See how happy it is when we smash it. Yeah, that's right. Mason. You're in for it, you dog, you dog <laughs> of a drink. Ahsoka. That's right. Star Wars is back, as I was saying. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the story was? Ahsoka's back. Yep. Um, and she's got to get a thing. She's got to, they've got to find Grand Admiral Thrawn. Where is he? He's in another galaxy, I think. How'd he get there? I guess a spaceship. Some whales took him, you idiot. You just watched it. Yeah, I did, <laughs> didn't I? I did, because we watched the Rebels finale. We watched Rebels finale. Which was a good refresher for me. That was good for you. I did you a favour. Now, the, the the space whales. Now, can the space whales achieve faster flight than, like, a starship? Is that why he's in another galaxy? Yeah, they can do intercontinental flight or whatever. Interesting. Oh, uh, and get an speed. intercontinental breakfast yeah, while you're there. Presumably. And also Ezra Bridger went on the he space He had to go. Whales. Okay. Where's Ezra? I think he's back. You think he's oh, got some theories? Yeah. We'll talk about Bearing it. Bearing in mind, I don't know anything about this this particular well, branch of Star I'm Wars. Glad. As I mentioned previously, I feel the least qualified. Like even Boba, Book of Boba Fett, I'm like, I read some old Boba Fett comics and I remember the old stuff. I could talk about with, with about Boba Fett with some authority. But with this, I'm like, I've seen like two episodes of this show yeah. that, that came before this. So I'm like, on the one hand, also Ahsoka's back. That's the story. Yeah, yeah. They're going to find... Thrawn. They're gonna find it. They're gonna get him. They get. Does Ahsoka want to like kill him? Yeah, she wants to cave his head in with okay. a brick. But isn't it fine that he's just he's an exile? Yeah, but he's coming back. Probably. But the, to the bad guys want to bring him back. Yeah. Okay, because he's probably do a big starship. Okay, so so Ahsoka's probably like, okay, we got we got to go take a space whale. Yeah, we got to hop a space whale. Yeah. Well, no, because they have to find a map or something. That's true. They've in got Star Wars, there's a map find, and a ball. You have to find a map and a ball. Yeah, yeah. The thing that you have to do. But what I was saying is that. Um, What's interesting about this, I think, is that I've seen a lot of people talking about this series so far, the first two episodes, yeah. on the Twitters and so forth, being like, oh, it's just a, just a, I'll remember this guy. It's just a bunch of just remember this guy or whatever. Mm. It's this guy from the whatever. And, yes, there was a lot Clancy of. Clancy Brown. There was a lot of scenes in these two episodes that end in like a dramatic name drop of a character from a previous thing. Yeah. Uh, but also maybe if you're a big fan of Rebels, you're like, this is cool. Well, I think. There's so there's if you're a non rebels fan, yeah. I think this. Pro, I mean, I don't know, but it probably did did a good job of telling you what is happening. Yes, because this is basically a recap of things that happened 
And those first two episodes are setting up for new stuff. Like I didn't mm. really learn anything new here. Right, okay. And I think, again, like you said, if you're a Rebels fan, you could be like, wow, look at all these people in live action. But for me, it felt like, Get on with it. Right, I, I okay. know. I know most okay. of this. And well, that's interesting because I found I it kind of. Care. I found the 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 plot quite straightforward, but I found like the the law and the characters a little bit impenetrable in the sense that it was yeah. again. It was like, but what if Thrawn? Mm. I'm like, I guess I remember Thrawn. Yeah. But then it's like, but what if Sabine? And I'm like, um, <laughs> pink hair. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Oh, but what if whatever Mary Elizabeth Winstead's characters, and then she's there. Yeah, she's a green, green Hera. lady. Yeah, she's a green, green lady. lady. Yeah. Okay. What if Chopper? I quite like Chopper. People he was my like favorite. Him. He was yeah. my favorite. Is he? He's in Rebels. He's in Rebels. Yeah. Okay. That's rude. I don't like him. I liked how rude he was. <laughs> I liked how I liked that he was rude and incompetent. Yeah. And he's like, there's a moment where they they want to place a tracking device on the ship, and he's like, "Where's the tracking device? You don't know where the where's the bloody tracking device?" And she's like, "Have you checked under the thing?" And he's like, "Oh yeah. Well, it's still not my fault." Yeah, that's how I assumed. Re- that's what I assumed is he yeah. doesn't speak, but that's how I assumed his character was like. Yeah, it's weird because he's a droid. He should know that. Well, Did you think he'd have perfect, perfect recall? Nice, stupid. Yeah, he's, he's a stupid, stupid droid. But yeah, so like, I feel like you know when I was a when I was a kid reading comic books, like not not un, un- Star Wars related, but like yeah. maybe you know Tim Drake became the new Robin. I remember Batman and Robin, and so he was my guy, and so like. You know, he started out kind of young and and and. But he didn't like you, did he? No, he didn't like me either. But then when I read a comic book now, like a Batman comic book, see him Drake will be a Robin in there, and it's like, oh, he's a cool. He's a this is cool. This is cool as hell because yeah. now he's like an experienced Robin, and like Superman will come to him for advice. You know, yeah. What's what's the situation, Robin? What's your assessment or whatever? And I'm like, that's cool as hell. <laughs> but in so my feeling is like, if I were to if I were to watch Rebels as a teenager, yeah, and it's the animated series, and we've got Ahsoka, and she's kind of like young and inexperienced, but she's you know kind of. And you know, Clone Wars. Really yeah, Clone Wars and like, you know, that sort of that. stuff. And I reckon if I were to watch this series now and then Ahsoka's there and she's like throwing her lightsabers into the ground and like spinning them and then she cuts a hole in the floor and yeah. I'd be like, that's cool as hell. Yeah, sure. That's cool. So I'm like, I don't feel qualified to be like, well, this, it's actually pretty this is pretty stupid. It's stupid. Mm. But it's not for me. No. It's like I feel very much in the sense it feels, this feels to me like, if we were to come out of like Captain America Civil War and somebody be like, I don't understand any of these characters, I don't whatever, I'd be like, especially at the time, I would have been like, well, it's not for you. Yeah. This particular movie, not for you. It's for the people who it's for watched Tim Drake fans. It's yeah, it's for people who watched all the previous stuff. Yeah. And are and are up to date. It's a saga. Mm. It's a it's a continuous saga. And that's sort of how I feel like this. I'm like, I don't feel much for any of these characters, but yeah. I'm like, I don't think this is for me. I think this is for people who Remember the original stuff, and are so excited to have it brought yep. into live action, you know. And as I said, there are people who are so excited to see that and see these characters move forward or whatever. But I think there's also people like me who are like, "Can we just like move it along?" But I okay. also understand that there are people like you and others who don't know any of this stuff. Mm, that's right. And so I feel like with the Dave Filoni stuff, there's like, and we saw that in like the last season of Clone uh-huh. Wars, the, you know, the more recent one that they uh-huh. make. It'll be like nothing, 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 nothing than two episodes of some of, like, the best Star Wars you've ever seen. Interesting. So I okay. think uh, hopefully they're building to something like that where it's like, this is fine and whatever, whatever, and then <laughs> maybe there's something exceptional. Do you think given that, the, you know, the, this live action stuff presumably has a larger audience than the animated stuff, maybe they should have started with some of the best Star Wars you'll ever seen? No, I don't know. Well, I think there's enough here for, like, for people. I think there's some pretty cool fight scenes in it. The first one where she's fighting the droids is fine and whatever. Mm-hmm. Sabine has a fight with, well, spoilers, with, a, with another, like, dark yeah, yeah. Jedi person. Mm. 
But I find like with these lightsaber fights, and I felt the same with Obi-Wan. Sluggish. They're sluggish, but they kind of bounce the blades off each other. So it feels like they're plastic poles. Like, mm. And if you look at like the original and the prequels and even the newer movies as well, uh-huh. they don't have that bounce. Like yeah, there's right. this kind uh-huh. of like they're hitting sticks and like. What is the difference there? Is that a. Is I think that... it's the material. Okay. Yeah, I think there's, because there's no, they just, they clang off each other. Because the old one, like if you look at the behind the scenes for say the, the prequels, yeah. they're just like physical sticks. Yes. They're like blue screen sticks and they yeah. add the glow later. But these ones appear to be like. The, the glow stick ones. They're yeah. glow stick because you can, sometimes you can see like the. Yeah. The, you can see the actual stick. Well, you can see the <laughs> stick. You can see it like at the base of it. You can see where the neon yeah. emitter is, like yes. the, the, the light emitter is. So it's clearly they're, they're, hmm. they've got a different heft and they've got a different reaction to. Yeah, I think yeah. that can be good but depending on how they shoot it. But then you look at it in Obi-Wan uh-huh. and they're so bright and everything else is so dark so all you can see is like the lightsabers. Mm. I, think it can, I think they did it really well in The Force Awakens where they're in the forest. And uh-huh. there's that little bit of a glow coming off it. Uh-huh. But oftentimes I feel like they're too like they reflect on everything too much. Mm. There's too much light bouncing around. And there is something to be said for like if you take it back where you don't have that physical light on set uh-huh. where it stands out from everything else because it's not reflecting off everybody all of the time. Mm. And also what's interesting as well I think is that – Or casting light yeah, I should say. When we saw the trailers for this show, we saw uh, the, the two sort of main – henchman villains of the piece. we got the late Ray Stevenson and we also have the lady uh, who's going to become a good guy at the end, yeah. at, the, at the end of this, who's like the lady from Kenobi who was going to yeah. a bad guy but then is going to become the good guy at the end of, of that. Thank God. Um, so they were like, we've got to get a new one of those. But when we saw them in the trailers, they had those kind of like thin orange lightsabers and we're yeah. like, what's the what's the secret behind the thin orange lightsabers? Why are they so thin? What's the, what's the trick? I think it's they're a little bit evil but not all the way. Yeah, but also I think it's just – that's fairly common amongst the – like we used to have the big fat lightsabers yeah. with a big whoosh effect on them but then the big kind of yeah. like cone-like effect on them. Yeah. We don't get that anymore. No. And I think it's for the worse. Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> I mean it's it's certainly not the worst thing in the world but it's the second worst thing in the world. The second worst thing yeah, in yeah, the world? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, wow. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate this. I thought it was, you know <laughs> – I, I, I enjoyed getting sort of getting up to speed. I like Mary Elizabeth. My my favorite two characters, I think, were Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character, whose name I will never remember. Hera. No, I'm not going to remember that. I'm going to forget oh, it. Right. I'm going to deliberately forget it. Uh, and um, and Chop the robot. Yes. Uncle Chop Chop. So you're gonna chop so I'm going to call him. Cool. Yeah. Well, the, some of the things that I didn't like okay. is like there was a few moments and it opens with this where Rosario Dawson, as a soaker, she's in like a room, mm-hmm. like a stone room, and she's like slowly – turning pillars. She's doing an environmental puzzle from Uncharted. Yeah. And there's another – exactly. And there's yeah. another moment where she's looking at a ball, or someone's looking yeah. at a ball and clicking it. And there's another moment where people are like looking at a hologram map and trying to figure something out. And the thing is, as a viewer, all this shit is fucking indecipherable. Mm. Like if I was watching somebody puzzling something out and you're watching it with them, mm. then that's interesting. But if you're just turning stone pillars – I don't know what any of this does. So I'm just watching somebody slowly do an environmental puzzle. Like a good example of this is obviously the start of Raiders where he's in the room and he's idle. Another good example of this is in the first Guardians when he gets the orb out of the whatever. You're watching somebody doing something to Mm. that has an effect and you and you understand it. Whereas here it's just watching it's boring. Yeah, it's interesting that they started that way. And after that, of course, you get she she uh, Ahsoka escapes with the 
She gets out of well, she doesn't escape. It's not mm. that dramatic. She gets out of the room with the the orb, and then she has to fight some droids, and then one of them self destructs, and then she has to run, and that's yeah. sort of it's sort of like a, a a I'm okay with all that. And like yeah. it was like a deconstructed Raiders, where like yeah, where it's like slow stuff, and then we get the action. But, but I'm the like, slow stuff has to be like. Then when he goes in there and then you see the, there's a spike pit and all of that. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing like that. I think it, it should, I mean. Even Peter Quill had a dance number. That's you know? true. I think it, maybe it should have been she grabs the orb and then she runs and then there's an action sequence and she escapes. She's like, ah, I've escaped. And then she has to fight the droids and then she I has to. I agree. That, as a, just as an introduction to this character, I think that would have, and, and to this show, I think the idea of start with a huge action sequence and go, whoa, look at the pace of this. Yeah. That would have been, I think, more fun for audiences. I agree. But maybe somebody was like, people like Uncharted uh, puzzle sequences. Yeah, they like them when they're playing them. Mm. Because also when you're playing with them, you're obviously, you're engaged because you're like, yeah. well, that relates to that and whatever. Mm-hmm. That doesn't translate. Because like if you're watching somebody, I don't know, look at like a piece of parchment and they look at the wall and the picture's the same and they're like, oh, we're going to line it up with the, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that wasn't exactly what they're doing, but like. No, no, she did go, I'm oh, going to line up with <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> I'm gonna learn it up. And they may as well like just walk in and grab it. Yeah. It's, it's more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Just get let's move. Mm. Um, I think though, there's some, some ideas that I do like. So Sabine being her apprentice mm. and having it seems no force ability, I think is interesting. And maybe because I think there are Jedi with different ability levels, different now, power. Sabine rankings. in the Clone Wars and Rebels, is she a Mandalorian? Yes. Okay, right. She's wielded the Darksaber, etc. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so I think. That was interesting where what does an apprentice look like who has no force skills? Okay. You know, and maybe she'll get a little bit at the end or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's also different Jedi like So she's that. never had any force no. skills? No. Is this new, that the fact that she was an apprentice? Is that No, she, they train together and whatever okay, right. at some point okay. and whatever. I also I know people are complaining that she stabbed and lived and whatever, but like <laughs> She cares? got the Kylo Ren Han Solo yeah. death, but then she lived. I mean, but it was in the side for oh, it was one. in the side, okay. And I saw somebody make Nothing a, in your side. Somebody made a video of it when Qui-Gon got stabbed. First of all, he was a million miles from anybody. Yeah, yeah. And also when Qui-Gon got stabbed, Darth Maul stabbed him and then went up. <laughs> Through his face. Through his face. Took his no, if you watch, he went, goes through him, through his sternum, and then through his spine, oh, yeah, like out the good. back. Yeah, yeah. Darth Maul got cut in half and whatever, but he's a dark side guy. But, yeah, she got stabbed, yes. and then she – people have been stabbed there and survived. Yeah, we've been stabbed there twice this episode. That's right, and we keep doing it. That's right. The stabbing and the yeah, episode. Yeah. Mm. So I don't care about that okay, stuff. Okay, that's it's, fine. Just, right. it's like it's Star Wars logic. Yeah, which, yeah, fair enough. As in right. it doesn't matter. Okay. Now, but there's one thing that uh, – but I really liked – one thing I really liked, I liked this, the last fight that Ahsoka did with, like, a droid and another a Mysterious guy, Mr. Mysterioso. I don't think it's a guy. I've, oh. got, a, I've got an article here. Oh, the character's name is Maroc. Maroc. There was a moment Maroc. in this that because Maroc. Maroc works with the two Oh, you call Maroc but not Hera? Yeah, 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 because <laughs> I, I heard, remember that. There's a moment where, so, so the two evil Jedi, yeah. they're working for the witch, yeah. and the witch wants to go and find Grand, Ad- Grand Admiral Thrawn. And the, at one point, the witch goes to the, the two Jedi, the evil Jedi guys. Are they dark Jedi? What are they? We don't yeah, know yet. We don't know. I'm going to call them. He was a former, he survived Order 66. Okay, I'm going to call him Jedi. I'm going to call him dark Jedi then. Yeah. So, so the, the witch says to the, um, the two dark Jedi, oh, you've got to make, uh, you've got to make, thing, make plans for the arrival of uh, the ship is arriving. You've got to be ready for that. And the, one of the dark Jedi goes, I'll make him a rock. Maroc will take care of that. And she goes, See that he does. And that point I'm like, oh, uh, I, I hate that. that. I hate I hate it when somebody does that more than anything. Yeah. Hey, could you go? I'm, hey, I'm just going to go do this. Yeah, could you go and do that? I was going to do it, but now I don't want to do it. 
I don't want to do it anymore. And he is interesting. Oh. They say he. Oh. Do you think it's a lady? It could be. Oh. So I, I got an article here from Inverse. Okay. Which says, Nick Mason is a great podcaster, but a bad friend. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it says. What else does it say? That's all it says. Huh. It says, who is Maroc? Five th- likely theories for the Ahsoka Inquisitor's secret identity. Okay, well, they were quick on that. Would, so this, so this would, this is absolutely going to the run, run the gamut of characters we from Rebels or or the Clone Wars and we some live seen action. Yet. Actually, okay. maybe. I oh, know none of these are live action. Okay, I oh, know one is, but it's going to rule out everybody who's too big to be in the suit. So it's, that's right. Okay, Dexter Jetster. Dexter Jet won't be Dexter Jetster. It won't be Captain uh, America. It won't be Captain America. It won't be Captain Britain. No. It won't be because Britain hasn't. Captain Phasma, were you going to say? No, I was going to say Captain. What's the guy? Rex. Captain Rex. Why would it be Captain Rex? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm just saying it won't be because it's he's too big. I didn't think it was him. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think it was either. Uh, number five, who it could be, Captain Rex. <laughs> I'm serious. Is it really? No. <laughs> okay. You idiot, Mason. Wow. Okay, can I, is is it, so my, my, oh, no, you just go through. Okay, actually. cool. Okay. Number five is uh, is Petro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Petro exactly. uh, was introduced in the Clone Wars, the episode The Gathering, who followed a group of younglings as they traveled to Ilum to get find their lightsabers. Uh, he was there. It was kind of the defeater, the leader of the, the leader of the group. Anyway, okay. Order 66 happened and he, and he disappeared and he could be the guy. That's the guy. Yep, sure. Okay. Could be him. Yep, great. Love that. That's not interesting, though. He's blue. Is he blue? blue? No, I think that's just the, the, okay. the shade. Because that would tie together sense. with Grand Admiral Thorne because he's blue. Okay, well, yeah, Grand Admiral Thorne's the only blue one, I think. Uh, here's another one. Maroc is Galen Marek. And now that's Starkiller. a name I recognize. Starkiller, okay, right. So this would be canon yeah. Starkiller. This would be the f- his first. Starkiller nearly was an Inquisitor. I think yep. they're too slight to be. I think you're absolutely right, I think, because um, that actor. Yeah. Quite big, I imagine. Like, well, bigger than that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually going to – well, they were going to bring him into Rebels. Yeah. But they didn't. Also, Starkiller, wildly overpowered, mm. that fight would have gone quite differently, I think. Yeah, but that's like – the, the video games are different. That's true. Um, Maroc is Mara Jade. Oh, so that's uh, Luke Skywalker's wife. Yes. In the the now non-canon legends. That's right. Books, heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, The Last Command. Very good. Et cetera. Could be. Because she worked with the Emperor and whatever. Okay, not right. canon at the moment. No. This is the one. So you... far, most of these are not mm. character. Some, most, thus far, most of these are not ca- yeah. like previous. They're just out of thin air, basically. It'll be one of these last two. Okay. Well, this one is, this is one you were going to say, Ezra Bridger. He's a little man, right? He's a little guy. Yeah, but he's a man now. And also he's been in the sh- – yep. you know, I saw him as a hologram. He's a little guy. This is a real – James, this is a real Tron Rinsler situation, obviously. Oh, Mark, please explain Tron Well, Rinsler. Tron, obviously in Tron Legacy. Yeah. Obviously uh, a clue to who's uh, fake. A clue to what? James, James, please. What? Clue two. Clue number two. two. Clue number two. Which is evil. What was Jeff clue number one? He was in the first Tron. No, no. What was your first clue? Oh, Jeff Bridges. Okay. He told me in a <laughs> <Okay>. dream. <laughs> But anyway, he's evil Jeff Bridges, right? And his henchman yeah. is Rinsler. Yeah. Obviously, you remember Rinsler, and he's a masked villain. You're like, who's Rinsler? Who's Rinsler? But it turned out it was Tron the whole time. It was Tron. He thought Tron was killed, but he actually got reprogrammed into being Rinsler, famous villain Rinsler. So what, what movie was that in? Tron Legacy. Who played Rinsler? Um, the guy from... You know, Bruce Boxleitner? Bruce Boxleitner. Cool, man. <laughs> but not when he was Rinsler, obviously, because he had a mask on. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of that. I didn't yeah, get yeah. it. No, 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 I don't know either, really. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure. What, what if the situation here is because both Ezra and Thrawn, Thrawn went on the space whale to the other dimension? Yeah. But what if they got to the other galaxy or dimension or whatever? 
and then Thrawn turned him evil. And yeah. now he's back and he sent him as like a scout. It would also make sense why they had a map to where Thrawn is. Yeah. Like why does that even exist? That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's like that thing in the bounty hunters that they have where they're like, is your, your bounty hunter fob? And it like beeps when you yeah, hear somebody. Right. It's like, How's it work? What, do they have a phone on them that that's you can track? Right. What yeah, is yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain yeah. this to me. Oh, he fired a tracking device directly into their brain. It's in the <laughs> middle of their brain. That's why they have a big hole in their head. Oh, is that why? Yeah, yeah. You, you might wonder why didn't we just shoot them with a blaster and kill them when we had the chance? Because we wanted to shoot, we wanted to try the tracking device it's out. It's fun too. Because we have them and we're yeah. like, you're a waste not to use them. Now, so, so that's my money. Just also because he's the only character. With, he's the character we see him in the hologram. Yeah. He's like, Boy, boy, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm going to miss you guys. I, I love it. Hope I don't turn evil. Yeah. You know? Well, there was kind of hints towards he was going to turn evil in Rebels, which ah, they never did. Ah, ah. I think it could be. Okay. But the number one choice here, and this is my choice. Is it a guy I've never heard of? Yes. Great. It's uh, Barris Offy. Oh, it's Barris Offy. So basically this is a... Barris Offy, lover of Bonoffy. <laughs> Maybe. It doesn't yeah. say that here. Well, I'm going to infer it. So she was somebody who framed Ahsoka for murder in the Clone Wars. Okay. And, and, and then the Jedi turned on Ahsoka and was like, you're going to Clone Wars jail. And Ahsoka's yeah. like, I didn't do it. And then yeah. they're like, oh, it was actually this Barris Offie person yeah, 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 who yeah. loves coffee or toffee or whatever you said. Mm-hmm. Biscotti, what did you say? She can love all sorts of things. Right, cool. She can have a lot of layers. Yeah, I agree. Like a Bonoffi. Like a Bonoffi. But she also, and then and then she was like, that was me. I admit my crimes. Okay, all right. So they're, in, they're like, they've got history in their Yeah, enemies, right, okay. Which is why I think it's probably her. Okay. But it could be, it'll be her or Ezra. Yeah, well, because anybody else is like, who cares? Well, that's true. But also, I guess the question here, because the foresh- the foreshadowing suggests to me it would be Ezra, yeah. the guy who doesn't has never watched any except for like the last two episodes and some 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 mid episodes or whatever it was. Absolutely, middle of the season, not mid episodes. They were great episodes, <laughs> but that reveal that reveal makes more sense in an era where like they did Wandavision and it was like, guess what? I'm the villain, Agatha Harkness. Um, and most people went, "Who's that?" You know. <laughs> yeah. But true. for the for the yeah for the speculate the people who are speculating, and I guess for the true fans, yeah, that's the big reveal. But it's are they playing? The question is, are they playing for the true fans, or are they playing for the people who are just new to this and like? What do you think? I think it's the true fans thing. I think it's probably that's us. I think okay. the number one, you yeah, know, the the ranking here is probably accurate. You you think it's? I do, but I also like Sally Bonoffi or whatever her name is. <laughs> Sally Bonoffi. Anyway, that's Ahsoka. We that's... might do a recap at the end or okay, whatever, great. maybe. Uh, right. But yeah, look, I'll 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 watch Star Wars. I watch most Star Wars. Yeah. You know why not? Look, I I thought again. I thought the my brother didn't like it at all. Which one? The, the one, one that you don't, don't like. like? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, uh, I I did make some notes. Look, I think that. I think some of the action sequences were pretty good. I thought the the they actually dodged the lightsaber. That was cool. That was cool. The casual dodge, I think, was very cool. That was cool. I think they didn't have to do that, but they did. But I, that, that particular action sequence where Ahsoka is 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 fighting those guys while Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character and Ch- Uncle Chuck that was Chuck, really fun. They the, where they have to get the tracking device and the thing. I thought that was a, a very good sequence. More of that. More of that. If they've already made the show and they haven't got more of that, just yeah, yeah. tweak it. I like the seventies costumes. Yep. I liked how they were all just frumpy and brown and what have you. That was cool. Uh, the, right at the start, there's the sequence where the ship captain brings on the two evil Jedi who are obviously evil Jedi. What a they're moron. like, it says they're Jedi. Let's bring them on, and I'll laugh in their faces. And then they show up, and they just kill all the all the all the good guys. Yeah. Uh, I felt that was very. They wanted to do the dark. Yeah, on the one hand, I, I, yeah, I can't believe that the ship captain was too so unprepared for these two bad guys who are obviously bad guys. Yeah. But on the other hand, it felt like a very space opera thing to happen. Yeah, like bring them in, and then they'll. 
My Red brother shop. pointed this out to me. It was what was funny about that was that every if you notice, like he confronts him, he's like, "Hello, welcome," and whatever. And then all around, people are just like lifting crates. Like yeah. everybody else is just doing their job. Yeah, no guns at the ready or anything. You're not even going to try. Who do you think these guys are? Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, you know, you know, you know, it's bad. Like you figured that out. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's it. But not enough to get a like a, a droid there or a tu- get one of those get one of those force field droids yeah. out. You know. Buddy Ray um, Stevenson, he, that's a good look. He's a, I agree. he's a, that's a cool looking dude. Mm. Yeah, I feel like with him, he doesn't seem fully evil. There's like a bit of like, yeah, right. I don't know, I'll maybe do they'll it. both turn. Coat. But maybe, I think he'll die. Maybe he will become good, and the other lady will become evil. Yeah, full evil, full evil. Maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, should we move it along? Yes. Tell me what are we doing? Though? Oh, we're doing uh, what we're reading. What we're we gonna Tell read? Tell me what we're doing. What we're reading? What we're gonna yeah, read? We're doing that. Yeah. I'm doing the theme. James, I'll bet you a million dollars that this segment is called What We're Reading, What We're Going to Read. I accept nothing Damn except it. this bet, which I accept. Mason, yes. what are we reading, what are we going to read? That's a great question. Uh, do you want me to quickly say that uh, on bigsandwich.co this week, we've yes. been doing the Robocop movies. That's right. The second one of which got age restricted on YouTube and so it might not <laughs> pop up for you in your algorithm, but we did do it. That's Robocop right, we did two. it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Robocop 3 is coming up this week. But right now, mm. if you're signed up, we've been doing a bunch of video game Let's Plays. That's right. And this time around, fourth, the fifth one, sixth one That's we've right. done, we look at a bunch of Robocop games from the past. We slogged our way through. We, Mason? You slogged your way through and I was there going, oh, you're not very good at video games, I actually James. was very good at these <laughs> video <laughs> games. You know, we played uh, we played the Robocop 3, yep. 3D, old school 90s 3D game. Nightmare. An absolute nightmare. Yep. Good at the time. Good at the time, maybe, probably. Maybe. There was a 2003 first-person shooter, which you'd think would be interesting. Mm. And it is, but it's not very yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. And then we played the best one. Which one's that again? The arcade game. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty good, yeah. Too, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That is cool. Um, if you're interested, so check that out. But what do you do? Uh, what I do, uh, I actually rewatched a movie. I think we've, I've mentioned on the on the podcast before, but I thought it's, I think it's pretty Park? good. Jurassic Park? No. Do you remember The Kid Detective? Yeah, I love The Kid Detective. Right? It just yeah. went off Netflix, and I'm like, well, I've got to gotta watch it one more time before it before it disappears forever. Now you've got to pay for it. Pay, but it'll come back. It'll pop back it. somewhere. Yeah. But it, it came out during, like, right at the – Right at the height of the pandemic, like everybody's locked down, so I don't think it did well at the box office. No, but it's it's uh, Adam Brody. I don't Brody. even know if it went to cinemas, did it? I don't know if it went in Australia, certainly. Yeah, but it's Adam Brody as kind of a the grown up version of a precocious kid detective. Yeah, he was a uh, he back in the day. He solved a bunch of like little mysteries throughout his town, and then you know, eventually circumstances uh, meant that he. Uh, he, he stopped doing that, but then in the in the present day, he's still solving. He's got a little office in town, and he still solves like nothing mysteries and gets you know finds lost cats and yeah that sort of stuff. But then, uh, uh, and that's uh, fun. People it, love it and tolerate it. That's they absolutely tolerate the the guy who works at the ice cream uh, shop still gives him free <laughs> ice cream for life, and he loves doing that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, then a, then a high school girl. Uh, shows up and says, "Can you find out who murdered my boyfriend?" Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, uh, yeah." And it's good. It's 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 hard to say if it's a dramedy or a drama or a comedy. It, yeah. It, it ultimately, I think it's a drama that is sort of consistently a little bit funny the whole thing. Yeah, but I think I, Adam Brody's performance is really good. He's in it. so good in it. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's just mm. there's a there's a sequence in it uh, if you recall. One of the little mysteries he solves, a kid shows up. He just solves any anybody who's got 50 bucks, he'll yeah. solve the mystery. And a high school kid shows up and is like, my Sorry. friend said he uh, – my friend said he um, 
over the summer he went and he practiced with the New York Mets or whatever. <laughs> and so he just calls the kid's mother up and goes, did your son, did your son practice <laughs> with the New York that, Mets? Yeah. He's like, no, of course not. And he's like, they're mystery solved. <laughs> and then at one point he needs some information from the kids so he just beats them up in LA. <laughs> anyway, it's really good. Um, yeah. People should track that down. I'm, I, I was like, I'll get it on Blu-ray or DVD or something. Mm. But as usual, it's not. You know, Available it's, it's anyway. hard. It's hard to find. Yeah, so. fair enough. Anyway, that's cool. That's a great movie. Mm. Well, I played some Robocop games, Mason, but in addition to that, oh, yes. I bought Gustav and Henry Volume 2. Oh, that's now, our friend. That's right. Andy Matthews. Andy Matthews. From the Think Tank. I remember things. And many other things. He, uh, As it says in the book, he drew the words and Peter Thomas wrote the pictures. That's right. And like if if you've got kids who like like the Dogman comics, uh, which is like a spinoff of like Captain Underpants and stuff like that. Or just the concept of a Dogman. Just, just a Dogman, exactly. Just a exactly. horrifying Dogman. Each of these volumes has three adventures that they go on and they're mm-hmm. like I read them with my son and they're really like funny and bizarre and they've also or like and also they, they puzzle out in a way where all the clues are kind of there where you're like oh yeah that thing from earlier like uh-huh. it's not just Mystery like can actually solve yeah it's not just like oh that just came out of nowhere or whatever it, mm. it's cool like that so you know if your son solves the mystery before you yeah he's, and he's going to do it one day he becomes the dad is that true yeah that's true yeah does that mean he has to pay me pocket money that's correct yeah for making my bed and whatever that's correct yes well I'll never make my bed oh, whoa yeah yeah. Well, wow. uh, so one of the stories they're lost on uh, uh, Henry, uh, Gustav and Henry. So they're a little, uh, a, a little, a little. A You're little, not going to spoil this, are you? No, I'm just saying they're a little pig and a uh, and a little and a little dog. Okay, and they're friends. Uh, one they're lost on this bizarre island. One they get shrunk down and go into the sewers. Okay, and uh, the boys style. The boys. Do they style. go inside anyone? They don't do any of that. Interesting. And the okay. last one is a mystery to be solved. Whoa! And I think that one's probably my favorite favorite one. I reckon I could probably solve the mystery. Yeah, we probably could. I reckon Gustav did the murder. No, that's not on true. On Henry. Yeah, he that is true, Henry. actually. No, you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. Andy's, I, I was like, I meant to get it a while ago because uh-huh. I saw it in bookstores. And then Andy mentioned it and he was like, oh, no, I'll send you a copy. And then he didn't. Wow. So I went back to the bookstore and they didn't have, they were out. So you like, went, where's my free where's book? Where's my freaking book? And then I, I, I ordered it and then they came in and then I read it. So okay. I don't know. Um, anyway, he owes me a book. He owes me money for this book. Oh. But no, I okay. would buy them. And any, for this promo, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're great. They're really good. So if you've got kids, you can order them online or. Um, if I've got kids, I can order them online. Yeah, but if you don't, you can't. I can't. I shouldn't order no, them. No, well, if you online. don't have kids, they're a good gift. Kids. For anybody. If I don't have kids, I could. You can buy them. So if I don't As have kids, kids. For somebody else. For somebody else, I could buy somebody some kids. Like as a prank? Like, no, if, you no, order, no, you like buy, if you order a pizza for someone? Well, you could do that, but you could buy, I'm saying you could buy the book to give to somebody else who's an adult. Okay. But not for you. Okay. Yeah. Should I buy some kids for someone else? Yeah, though? you could. Yeah, I absolutely. Guess, yeah. Just make sure they're not like little rat kids. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like also, I just realized on Amazon Prime, finally, because I would, I would never pay for it, but the last Guy Ritchie movie, you know, Operation Fortune, that oh, never yeah. got released, it's free now. And I'm like, I reckon I'm probably going to watch it now because it's Statham. Isn't it's it all a, right, maybe? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. But also, every time I've ever gone, oh, I should watch that, it's been like 20 bucks. And I'm uh, like, I'm not, I refuse to pay for this. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a, it just is what it is. Operation Ruse de Gruse. <laughs> Jason Statham, it's got Josh Hart and it's got Aubrey Plaza. Are you going to love this? Yes. 51% Rotten Tomatoes. Great. That means that's good. That's $20 a, worth. That's better than average, 51%. Well, I'm going to put that that's on my watch odds. list right. Or successfully added to watch list. There you go. Who included with Prime? No tricks. Don't have to pay for it. Great. No tricks. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'll let you know yeah. it's worth 51%. Tell me next week whether it's any good. Should we move it along? We should move it along momentarily, sure. Letter segment. It is the letter segment. What do you think about that? I think it's pretty good. That's great for you. Yeah, it's good for all of us. Yeah, yeah. It's good here's, for the economy. Here's the letter theme. Woo! It is not good for the economy. None of this is good for the economy. <laughs> what do you mean? 
We're creating I mean, business. Yeah, but you're bankrupting Andy Matthews, aren't you? That's his problem. Demands for free books and so forth. <laughs> well, he didn't give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Does he even know you like them? Yeah. He sent me the first one. Uh, okay. They're good. Interesting. He got me in. That's how he got me. He gave yeah. me the first one for free. It's like a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Books. Anyway, here's the letters theme. Right? Here's the letters theme. Yeah. The classic one was the letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. I know they're here right now. We're going to do letters. I just want to point out as well, he didn't ask me to mention it at all. He didn't even know that I bought the second copy. He doesn't know you, even know you exist. Doesn't even know about me. He said, he said the other day, he said, Mesa, how's your podcast? And I said, pretty good. <laughs> and then something mean about you. He said what? Something. He said yeah, something yeah. mean. So yeah, he does yeah. know I exist. Well, yeah. <laughs> Great. I haven't thought this through. Mason, if you want to reach the show, yes. you can simply hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod on That's Twitter. That's correct. Or WeeklyPlanetPod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell That's us the truth. That's right. Tell us the truth about it. Mason, you got any emails? I have some letters. You find some letters for me. I already me, got James. one. Okay, great. This one is from... Where's the rest of the email? It's gone. Hang okay, well, here's an email from Lawrence. Yeah. And I sneak in. Hey, James and Mason, I just wanted to ask why you both don't seem to be very fond of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I agree with like 90% of your opinions, so I'm very interested in why you don't like them. I personally think the first three are some of the most underrated movies ever made and brilliant production design and special effects. I would love a caravan and garbage on them. Maybe we don't, when we don't have much coming out due to the current strikes. That's from Lawrence. I like the first. This one's incredible. First one's great. Yeah. And I, I, For I, real. And I'm not sure, like, in on reflection, I'm not sure where the drop-off is anymore because yeah. I remember the last one is very bad. The last one we watched. Yeah, is there another one after There's that? There's five. Okay. Do you have, mean the one Salazar's Revenge? The, one, the last one we watched is the one where they steal the safe at the start. Is yeah, the that was – everybody hates that one. Yeah, that one's – No, that people – so that's the fifth one, but they're saying so. There's one. There's the original, which yes. I think is incredible. Yeah, genuinely, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's the second two, which they released like those two pair together, mm-hmm. and it's got Davy Jones and whatever, whatever. Yeah, um, those are okay. I find them a bit okay. Like, and it's more Jack Sparrow, and it's like this guy's better when there's less of him. Which is the one where they go? Well, we can't have Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley anymore because they're right, they've aged that's out. That's the, the fourth so one. So we'll replace them with two younger versions of themselves. Well, the fourth been- one. There's mermaids. It might be that one, but then okay. they might do it again for the fifth one. Because right. I think for the for me the the last one because everybody seems so tired in that one. Yeah, it that's was that. God. The audience was exhausted, but everybody in it's just like, oh, we're still in a safe order. There's no joy to that one. No, it's and awful. I'm and I think maybe that one makes me go, oh, the yeah, f- maybe four and three are bad and whatever. But uh, the we first will one, cover. Them. Yeah, I think the I think I think I'll def- I think I'd come around more on two and three. Because mm-hmm. I remember just liking that first one so much, and then I remember seeing those at cinemas and being like, "I just don't care about this." Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. We'll get yeah, we'll get to those in caravan and garbage. I'm ex- I, I genuinely I'm like, if I was going to put on like a silly pirate movie, pirate movie, I reckon it'd be caravan Muppet one. Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island. Also, I think I should. I never finished Black Sails, which was that. I never finished Black Sails either. That that um, I liked it enough. Pirate series. Yeah, I remember enjoying that, and I just thought about it this week. I'm like, I should, I should. I made a note to myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish that series off. That's cool that you did that. Yeah, a lot of people like that about you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I've got a tweet here from Lee Fenner who says, "Check this out," or whatever. And basically, he he uh, sent us a link to the Star Wars Dark Forces remaster announcement trailer. Did you see this? Yes, I did. Yeah, so they're remaking, remastering, I should say, the original Star Wars Dark Forces game, which was basically 
Doom but Star Wars. We mm. did it years ago for Kamen and Garbage. We did the yeah. first level because canonically in the original Star Wars timeline, that's Kyle Katarn who's in that, the protagonist in that game who later becomes a Jedi. <laughs> he steals the Death Star plans. He steals plans. the Death Star plans. And you do that in the first level mm. and it's pretty fun. I didn't really get – Which is what a, what a mission statement for a game as well. Like the 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 key – like he, that's the, the pivotal moment for Star Wars, like the original movies, like yeah. how you get the Death Star plans and it's just like just that's just level one. Yeah. Whatever is level one. It's just, you, just, you just change the course of history for these characters forever <laughs> in just in level one. But and I, the next one, what do you do? I guess you shoot a Wamper or whatever. Yeah, you shoot a Wamper or whatever. I know because in the follow-up missions, like you fight Boba Fett and whatever. But I always found with those games, even though I, I – maybe because I didn't – I didn't really play it that much as a kid because I didn't have that one. Mm-hmm. But it's, I found it a bit kind of lab- labyrinthian, oh, the way yes. that a lot of those early first-person shooters were, where you go a really long way to get a blue key for the blue door and then you got to work mm. your way back and there's a secret door and a passage. And, and you know, and I, fi- I just don't find that kind of um, level design interesting. Sure. Uh-huh. Even as a kid, I didn't really, like, love that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, but I'll, I'll probably check this out. It's by the people – it's by um, – I've just got the name here – Night Dive Studios, and they recently did the System Shock remakes. They did Turok. They, yeah, right. they did the new versions of Quake. Remember that Blade Runner game? They revamped that one as well. Hey, that one we also played on Caravan yeah. of Garbage and we didn't like. That's right. <laughs> okay. We didn't like it, though, I think, because we were very bad at it. Yeah, I think as, like, one of the games from that era, mm. yeah, spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But – I don't know. It's like, it's not that. It's just like a they're enhancing it. It's, they've redone the cutscenes, but the game basically looks as it did. They've just like it's like the best looking version of that you could yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. If they did Star Wars Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight, which is one of my favorite games ever, mm. um, I would love that one hundred times. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't mind telling you that. Well, mm. well, I would like it if they remade um, Batman Begins. I was get yeah, the yep, yep. <laughs> Do you think they shouldn't remake Batman Begins? The movie? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, okay. Just it's... as a game studio, give it, give it a whirl. Yeah. Take a week off from game developing and <laughs> attempt to remake the movie Batman Begins. But not the game Batman Begins. No, the movie Batman Begins. All right, Begins. man. Yeah, yeah, a, I think that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Totally Here's an email you. from Alishua. Alishua, let's who go. Who says, don't worry, you'll definitely pronounce it wrong. Okay. I think I pronounced it right. I hey, did. guys. First up, thank you for the many laughs and hours of entertainment. I'm from Australia but now live in England. I love hearing all the nods to my childhood in Oz. I'm listening from the very beginning, Ooh. started in 2020, and now in 2023 I'm listening to you guys in 2020. What? I don't know. I'm very confused. <laughs> I think they've started from the beginning, and so at some point they're going to catch up. Yeah, okay. I think gotcha, at some yeah. point, probably in the future. So uh, they say, I'm writing in the hopes that you'll read this out, and one day in the future I will hear you read this out to my future self. This is the message to me. I hope you are happy and I hope you learned how to drive so you don't have to ride your bike to work still. <laughs> well, I hope that also. Anyway, you guys are awesome. Keep doing what you do. Um, my bike rides to work are far better with you in my ears. So there oh, you thank go. You. Thank Be you. Be careful, so though. Don't crash. Don't crash. Yeah. Don't crash. But also I hope, hope you get, learn to drive. I hope you don't crash. Well, I hope you learn to drive. And you don't crash when you drive. That's correct, yes. That's right. Cool. That's thank fun. you so much. That's fun. Yeah. I hope any of the references are... Hold up. I think they all do. Yeah, I think they probably. I think it's pretty timeless. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. pretty, absolutely it's timeless. We try to keep things pretty uh, pretty fresh. Often when we even talk about a new movie, we say, remember this movie that came out ages ago? Makes it timeless. Yeah, actually we should do that, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think we should. Remember this movie that came out ages ago? Yeah. And then we'll know. And then it makes us seem cool and elite as That's well. That's right. That's yeah. what I like. That's right. Uh, if anybody else has any future messages for themselves. Yeah, we've done a few of those. Yeah, Happy yeah. to do it. Yeah. It's always cool. It's always cool to do a fun time shifting thing. Yeah. We should be the tenet of podcasting. I agree. I think, you know? A bad movie. And the, and the audio's bad also. 
Is it bad? Tenet? I like no, I like Tenet, but the yeah. audio is bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think we should do that. I think we should. I think we should do some cross time stuff. Okay, let's make do it. us seem mysterious, and we have more layers than we do. <laughs> I think we can do that. Do you like this photo? My wife took the kids to the park while we're recording. Do you like this photo she sent of my kids? <laughs> Has she made them pose like that? I don't think so. <laughs> That's. I can't explain it, but your daughter's doing a little bit of a Vogue situation. <laughs> And and your your son is in the tree, like he's a little bit up in the tree. Yeah. And he's sort of doing like a I would call that a country road kind of <laughs> pose. Like he's like a like a like a explorer man. He's looking good. Mm, yeah. Good stuff. That is very good. Oh, and now she's given my kids their phone her phone and now they're just sending me different emojis. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is nature not enough for your kids? <laughs> exactly. Uh, you got any more? Because I got another one. I bet I can find another one, but you do another one and I'll find another one. This from, uh, Invisible Billboard Competitive Rates says, while you lament the fact that Blue Beetle isn't showing in Australia, keep in mind that Gran Turismo won't open in the US until August 25th. So that, is, that was all ages ago. <laughs> That's that was right. was forever ago. We're doing the time shift there. We're doing the time shift there. This will inspire an extra week of Gran Turinoing for Australians in preparation for next week's competition. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Oh, yeah, I talked about this last week. I saw went and saw Gran Turismo. Did you see um, the director? Did Neil the, Blomkamp? Yeah. Yeah, he did an alien interview. interview. <laughs> well, he did an interview. He didn't do an alien and, interview. And I think, yeah, it's he... Um, Look, I won't say the man has a chip on his shoulder about anything in particular, mm. but uh, except for this, except for this thing. <laughs> but I think perhaps, yeah, the, the it was about how I think the issue may have been that a lot of people think his first movie is still his best movie, perhaps. Yeah. And, that, and he the the interview started, and then he sort of clammed up about really everything. Yeah. Because they said, your first movie was the best movie. So they said. <laughs> and everything else is bad, I well, think. Because the, they asked him about Aliens and he's like, I don't care about Aliens. I don't want to talk about Aliens. Because he was in talks yeah. to do an Aliens movie. But... Like six years ago yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm always interested in whatever he makes, genuinely. And again, Gran Turismo is the best version of that movie you could possibly do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's an email from Christopher who says, thanks for having great podcast guests. Oh. Initially, I'm like, is this sarcastic? But then I read the email. Oh. Hey, folks, long-time listener of the pod. Uh, I live in London, but we'll be moving to Melbourne at the end of the year. People are moving back and forth. How are they doing it? Probably on a steamership. I think it's that plane that goes back and forth. No, it's on a steamership and they're they're paying £10 to do it. £10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. £10 poms. That's exactly right. As I email in, I'm on the train to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and I have tickets to see Michelle Brazier. Since Mm. hearing her guest appearance on the podcast, I went to a Soho show in London earlier in the year and now seeing her again in Edinburgh, I'm hooked. Just to say thanks for introducing me to such great Australian talent. I can't see, wait to see a little, lot more comedy when I'm in Melbourne. Well, too bad they've all gone to Edinburgh. That's right. We um we have a guest from time to time, and we enjoy having them on. But oftentimes it's a case of like our schedules are so bad. Yeah, like we've had people, uh, you know, friends, I don't even know how we do this. No, that's true. <laughs> friends of ours, like very talented people and very funny people and nice people, and they'll we'll get an email or a message from them, and they're like, oh, "I've got a thing coming out next week. Can we? Can I be on the podcast and promote it?" And we're mm. like, "Yeah, but." You'd have to be here at 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. Yeah. Can you do that? And they're like, no. <laughs> That's the only time we can record, but no. Yeah. So, you know. Or give us money. Give us money and give we'll sort money. it out. We'll so sort it we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. work to your schedule if you give us money. <laughs> but That's cool, man. Welcome to Australia when you come here by a boat, by a mm. 10-pound boat. Got anything else, Mason? I bet I can find one more thing. Got one from Brad who says, oh. hey, James and Mason, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Another fun fictional biofilm is the Weird Al Yankovic movie. Have you watched that? Yes, weird. It's really good. It is fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe is like such a bizarre choice. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks nothing like him. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't even make, the way that they twist it so like 
It's just a lie. The whole thing is a lie. The whole thing is a lie, yeah. They, in, in the world of the movie, like, Madonna's like a Colombian drug lord. Like, he makes the song Eat It before Michael Jackson makes Beat It, and then Michael Jackson brings out his song, and he's yes. like, but now people are going to think that that song came out first. And yeah. Whatever. It's Just tremendous. Good. Like, a real, a proper skewering of the, and again, it, it's interesting to me that, this it feels will, like a naked gun movie. Yeah, this will not again this it's weird that this will not put an end to music biopics generally. Mm. Like remember when Walk Hard came yeah. out and it was and just, just did the Yeah. And and I was like, well, this is the end of the music biopic because people will see this and go, Oh yeah, these are all bad yeah. and the same and not interesting. And then Queen. And then Queen and did it. And various others. And very yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh here's an email from Matthew. Uh, I just walked out of PlayStation ad based on a true advertisement. I saw that one and thought you might appreciate something I witnessed during the show. The guy next to me was a rando who was very into the movie. At about the 90-minute mark, he pulled out his phone and opened the Wikipedia page for Gran Turismo film, scrolled down to the plot section and started reading. He had his phone out for like three minutes just reading the plot summary on Wikipedia. Was he not following? As the movie was playing in IMAX in front of him, he made sure to still get his claps and woohoos in as needed, of course. What? That's so weird. Right? So he was reading along to the movie, mm-hmm. but also enjoying the movie enjoying like more the movie. than anybody. Maybe that. I mean, you know, I, that I feel is probably like a. Again, that's the thing of like when people have spent so much time at home. Yeah. I imagine a lot of people do go. You know, they they start watching a movie and they go, I "Wonder what surprises are in store? I better check." Click, 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 clickety, clickety. Apparently, it's going to have a fifteen to sixteen million dollar opening in the US, uh, which is not great. It's not great, but again, like as we mentioned earlier about yeah. you know about. Gran Turismo. Well, Gran Turismo, but movies based on toys, the, yeah. the, the key is that sell the merch, and this is maybe just selling a lot of PlayStation. Yep. So probably is. Yeah, so I've always found those games, for me, and I don't even know whether this is just true, but just impenetrable because it's like you can, like the level of detail and the tyres and the different kinds of brakes that you can use and the, the things that, you know, the, the thing on the back of your car, mm. the sail, what's the sail thing called, Mason? A spoiler? A spoiler. A wing sometimes? The, the whatever, I'm just like, no, nah, I don't want to do any of that. Give me a kart racer. Yeah. Also, apparently now an issue with racing games is because a lot of the ga- a lot of the cars in them are licensed cars from yeah. real manufacturers. They don't want to see the cars smashed up. Ah. So now a lot of games don't have a damage mechanic. You can just drive your car into a wall at two hundred miles an hour and it just bounces off. That's boring. That is boring and not real. That's right. Yeah, I say commit to it. Well, they smashed Come. plenty of cars in Gran Turismo. Oh, pretty yeah. good. Mm. Again, it's the best version of that it could be. Mm. That's to say I thought it was okay. Nice. Yeah. Anything else? That's everything. That's the whole podcast. How do we do it? Um, How do we do it? I come in late. Yep. And then I greet the dog. Hello, dog. Uh, and then your kids assault me with punches. They do. They did that today. My son trapped you with a chair into the wall. He said it was a chair of death. <laughs> and to sit in the chair. And he said to sit in the chair. And I was like, I won't. And then we come in here. I greet the dogs. Yep. And we shove the dogs out. You paid me some compliments on my long T-shirt. That's true. I thought it was a good long T-shirt. Not too long, you said. Yeah, yeah. We make a series of wild bets. Yep. And I win a million dollars. And if I recall, I you owe me a million dollars now. That sounds right. And uh, and then we sit down and we hit record. Yep. And then most- and there's a backup recorder. There's a backup well. recorder. And then most of the time it records without a hitch. Yeah. So we'll see, won't we? We will, won't yeah, we? That's yeah. right. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. But folks, thank you uh, so much for coming along with us on this journey. This is how we do it. Let me check if there's more news while you're doing Absolutely. Folks, thank you for telling your friends about the podcast. Thank you for subscribing on your podcast app of choice. And thank you for leaving a review on said app, because a five-star review, because that helps us. All that stuff helps us get new listeners. That's how we do it. Puts us in the eyes and ears of 
new listeners of America. We, we sit them down in the chair of death that is our podcast. That's right. This is from Agent Hatchin who says, five stars, incredible stuff. These two men from the United States of Alabama do their best Australian accents every week to talk about comics, movies, and TV. Their reviews of Westworld and Snake Eyes really reshaped how I approach these pieces of media. I've been a long-time subscriber to their Big Sandwich premium group, but I've yet to receive a big uh, sandwich in the mail. That is my only complaint. Um, it's on the way. Yeah. Don't worry. We've cooked up some sloppy joes. Yeah. We did a big... We did a big cookout. It's in a big sloppy envelope. We slopped it all in. We slopped them in some packages and we, we sent them all out. I don't even remember putting some of them in packages. I just wrote the address on top of the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And put yeah. it in a mailbox. <laughs> that's right. We just we poured it all into the mailbox. That's, that's right. That's getting to our listeners and we appreciate that. And this one's from RJ Buck72. He says, Rude, Obi-Wan's bum. These spum chums have you covered. Hilarious show, great rapport between the two podcasters and very upbeat tone. Highly recommend it for those interested in entertainment at large. Also, great accents. People love our accents. That's true. And that's why we're the best. I think that's a large part of our charm. Agreed. Such as it is. Charm and inverted commas. Charm and inverted charm. commas. Yeah. That's right. Mm. God, we, we got in at the right time. We really did. We got in that, that Hemsworth era where like Australian accents were interesting. Exactly. Now they're boring. Yeah. Now, not every, be- now every American podcast is an Australian on it. <laughs> Saying stupid stuff. We did. We started that. We did. We we're the best. Saying stupid stuff, folks. Uh, if you uh, want to get in contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com, at Twitter, at Facebook, at Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook mm. group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord if you want to have fun at civil chats about podcasts and all sorts of pop culture. Have a great time over there, or else. Thank what? you to um, uh, Sarabi and Maisie and Fidel for moderating those forums and also doing TikToks and Weekly Planet Woo! Clips podcasts, YouTube channels and all sorts. All they get the all best. sorts of stuff over there. But if you want to follow some people on the socials, you can follow them. You can also follow our pal, pal, our pal Rob Collings. Rob Collings. Rob Collings. Like Rob Dahl. Like Rob Dahl. That's right. Mm. Yeah, he's at Rob Collings on Twitter. He's also at the Weekly Planet on Twitter. Uh, just gives you gives you all the fresh hot news about the Weekly Planet podcast. I agree. Also, he's uh, he started playing football. That's right. Not professionally. Wasn't started. He's been playing for a while. Yeah, yeah. he didn't start. But this is the week. first I'm hearing about. Okay, it. so yeah, I'm yeah. saying good luck to him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll show show us his football journey. Do you think he will show us what what's that going to look like? Like a documentary? Probably crew? like Gran Turismo. Probably, Probably like he'll Gran be Turismo. so good. Yeah. That scouts will come and be like, "You playing? You could play football in real life." Yeah. And you'd be like, <laughs> "I already am," and they'd be like, "Yeah, but in a different yeah different venue." Yeah. He's actually figured something out about football that other people haven't. That's right. He can use his hands. <laughs> That's right. He's There's the technically no rule that says you can't use your hands in football. That's a fun yeah. It's a fun little fact there for you. Exactly. But anyway, follow Rob Collins. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Wikipedia Brown and on Instagram. I'm Nick May. So James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. Woo! If you want to support the show, you go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You're chucking a buck or an amount you would not miss. That is the key there. Uh, or if you've got if you've got so much money to bloody burn... If you want a series of million dollar bets like I have, and you have a m- several million dollars, you got to pay off your canopy bet. Of canopy, oh, dang it! I don't have any money again. I don't know what to tell you, mate. Just go to bigsandwich.co mm. and sign up for nine US dollars per month bonus podcast, movie commentaries, uh, early videos, Very video reasonable. game let's plays, all sorts of stuff over there. Got a got a big old commentary on the way. Big that com- I'm excited for. We that, had a lot. That'll of fun. be next week. Ah, oh, very nice for those people who want us to talk about the Flash commentary. It's next week. That's right. Oh, we're, we're talking about the Flash comment. We're doing the commentary. We're then talking we're about talk. the commentary next week, and then the following week will be the actual commentary. That's terrific. No, that's not that's terrific. That's I was joke, man. That's terrific. I was joke. I love that. Then. I love it when you joke. When you do joke. <laughs> no, I was joke. Oh. I didn't do I love joke. it when you're joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and the Rack and for all our musical themes. If you want to buy a T-shirt, you go to tpublic.com. That's right. Or you go to reallylongt-shirts.com. No. Huh. Why do you want to be the only one? <laughs> no, it's not even that long. 
should be called reasonablylengthtshirt.com and you look all right. You look normal. If you want to look normal, if you want to look even more normal, go to tpublic.com, search for the Weekly Planet. Yes. All sorts of T-shirts. Maybe you can buy a, Oh, my God. If somebody buys one on a long line T-shirt, I'll be excited for <laughs> Do that. Do they even sell them long line? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's know. an option there. Yeah. You wouldn't think so. It's too much material. I completely it's agree. A, it's a... It's a frankly ridiculous amount of material. Oh, next week is a time capsule, not at the Flash commentary, but maybe we'll move the Flash up. What do you reckon? We can move, reckon? It we can move yeah. stuff around. I'll move it up. Yeah. We can do anything we want. Mm. Uh, and that's the whole show. Next week, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Oh, my God. Thank Finally, God. Of Ninja Bloody Turtles. I tell you that much. And I'll tell you what, it's yes. l- they're lucky, the Ninja Turtles people, mm-hmm. that I'm going to the – I will take my son to the movies for this. Oh, yes? Because it comes out and streaming on like the 4th of September or something. Oh, yeah, right. So like – I could just watch it at home. I could even steal it if I wanted to. Whoa. But I won't because I'm going to the movie. You're like a modern-day hero. I am like a hero. You're like a modern-day – the Ninja Turtles. You're like a Leonardo. He wouldn't steal. No. And, and um, another thing that he would, wouldn't do. What's that? I don't know. I'm not telling you. Because you look like you're going to say another thing, but then you didn't. Yeah. Like you froze up. But then I froze up because I Because then I'm like – I mean, maybe they do steal. I mean, they live in the sewers. I mean, they must steal most of that stuff. Yeah. At the very least, yeah. Okay. Be like Leonardo, steal it off the internet. Agreed. Anyway, folks, that's the whole show. We'll see you next week. Grab that gem. This is just a That's for you, the listeners. Well, this is for this is for the people on strike. Yep. Oh, good for them. I agree. Uh, and this for it. um It's clearly working. Yeah. I love Who that. I mean when you. Yeah. But I mean it just I think it's really interesting that the public has got behind it at large. That's yeah, true. It's been like, fuck these people. Yeah. Not the strike people, the other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. We've got it. enough stuff, they yeah, say. We've got enough stuff. Yeah. yeah. We have, we've seen enough superhero movies, quite frankly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, thanks. Not everyone. me though, I love them. And not Ninja Turtles, that's next week. Yeah, yeah. And we'll do some more some, some more Ahsoka updates next week, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sort of excited. I'm, I'm gonna sort of excited. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sort of excited. That's you. I know. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.